Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast, the battle rap podcast of the world, Craig. I'm your host, Vlad, here with my main, my main, my main, my main man, France. And France, this is a special episode because not only is this the second episode of you and I getting this thing back in order, but today is also your birthday, my brother. Happy birthday, big dog. How you feeling, man? The big three, yo. How you feeling, big dog? Yeah, man, I got 30 today. You know what I'm saying? I got 30 <laughs> by life. <laughs> you, you have debatable battles when you get 30 in real life. <laughs> Did you wake up and make the imaginary gun butt when you woke up this morning? <laughs> I definitely pistol whipped myself. <laughs> yeah, that's when you're watching too much battle rap, man. <laughs> yeah, happy, man. Uh, happy birthday. <laughs> How's your day, though, man? It was a good day, man. Salute to a couple people that are close to me birthday-wise. Jack Boy Maine's birthday is the day before mine's. Okay, okay. Shout out to him. Taurus, you know what I'm saying? Gang, gang. For those listening, our staff writer, Taurus, was on LTBR. His birthday is the Friday, the 30th, so just just a bunch of Libra shit going on. You know what I'm saying? Happy birthday to everybody, man. I just want to give a shout out to Canterbury. You know what I'm saying? She's a she's kind of new to the culture. She's a league owner, blood, uh, blood, I believe it's blood sport, uh, audio battle league. Her yep. birthday's tomorrow, the third. So well, it's a whole happy, bunch of league. Happy birthday to everybody, man. Happy birthday to y'all parents for getting freaky around the same time, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 30, I, I envision 30 to be more like such a turn up year. But it really was like a big like revelation. Like you like it just like kind of smacked me in the face. Like damn, hold up! Like a lot of shit is changing. Like a decade has just passed, and we're entering a whole new decade. Facts, you know I mean? man. Yo, when you met me, you you could say, "Oh, I'm in my mid twenties." Now you in your thirties, dog. That's a fact. Oh man, that's great. <laughs> Yo, time be flying for real, for real, dog. For no reason whatsoever. And honestly, I'm, I'm not even mad at it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, in, my, in the words of Swave Sever, only thing worse than getting old is not getting old. Facts, man. What'd you do for the B-Day? Friday, I had a housewarming because I, I just recently just got in the spot. So oh, Friday, I had a housewarming. Hole, let's give you a round of applause. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations on order, of course. I ain't want to announce that because you know it ain't my business to put out there. But since you put it out there, congratulations yeah. on the new digs. I see the painting hanging up in the background, the paintings looking proper. Feel me? Um, <clears throat> Saturday, I went out to a nice, uh, you know, Jersey is really a cannabis friendly state. Mm, mm-hmm. So I found myself a nice black owned cannabis lounge. Mm. It's called the uh, 420 Infuser. Shout them out. I had a pretty good time there, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I definitely have some reviews to leave as far as service and the way things could have been a bit better, but I got high as hell, man. They gave us a picture of like whatever infused drink you wanted. The pictures were $20, bro. Okay. We had, we had two pictures and a whole lot of stuff ready to go. Hold on. They Um, gave you infused (laughs) Kool-Aid. They had blueberry. They had grape. They had lemonade. Hold on. Did they have red? (laughs) That fruit punch. Yeah, red. Yeah, red. Yeah, you know they don't call it fruit punch. <laughs> Can I get the fruit punch Kool Aid, please? <laughs> get that red. <laughs> oh, but so hold on. How does this work? Like, it's just 
it's just out in the open. Like you it's, just go in and it's just a it, straight up lounge. It's it's really first come first serve. They have a bunch of tables there. They got a bunch of uh food. They can order all types of joints: oxtail, seafood, chicken, burgers, wings. The food is regular, but if you want it infused, you ask for it. That's so crazy, you, man. So you be like, it's just regular dining. But if you feel like you know mixing it up, you know what I'm saying, yeah. you just ask for it, and they be like, and you can smoke. I got you. In, you can smoke inside of the place, or you got to smoke outside. Inside the joint, man. You know what I'm saying. And they got a game table, so they got a bunch of like cards and yeah. a whole bunch of nice little tabletop games you could you could play and shit. So, oh yeah, that sounds like fun, man. Yeah, man. yeah. I have to, uh, you know what I'm saying? Check that joint out or something like that. You know? They had some hip hop going on. Now. I'm not going front, no man. I kind of like me some R&B, you know what I'm saying? So like, that'd be, that'd be one of my critiques. Don't look R&B in there, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to sing, you know what get, I'm the, get the ladies in there, man. It wasn't a sausage party in there, was it? Nah, not at all. It's actually, I think there was more ladies than, than males in there. And um, okay, Hello. So that's that's lit. You know, but I just, I want some more R&B. You know, all these girls are scared. Who fuck me? And I'm just like, damn, can I get like, can I like get some Mario? Can I, oh, baby, you got what I need. You feel me? Like, I just, I just want to sing a little bit. We'll get your Mario two-step on, man. Fred's like, I don't want to get sturdy on the dance floor. You know, and then, and then mix it up. And then, yeah, you big and put some pop smoke and I can get back into the shits. You know what I'm saying? But. Yo, More R&B next time. So yo, fam, all, all I listen to now is like reggaeton and dembo and all that stuff, man. Like I, I can't listen to like the 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 rap stuff too much. Like the, it's too crazy, man. So like reggaeton just sets the vibe, yo, and and just, oh man, it keeps the party going in my brain. And I don't know what they're saying, so I can't get offended. <laughs> <laughs> they they can't they can't get in my brain and like you know what I'm saying. Cause yo, you ever been just listening to music? You in a decent mood, and some like dark music comes on, and your mood starts shifting and stuff. I'm like, I can't do that, man. So it's a strictly reggaeton and classical music and jazz over here, man. I listen to a lot of acapella raps. What? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because of battle. Oh, rap. the bat. Oh, I was about to say, like, I'm saying, like, <laughs> I listen to a lot of acapella raps. So, yeah, like, yeah. In my music. I like to like listen to other things that aren't rap, like some more alternatives and R and B, like you said, some Spanish music too. Or, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, you know me. Sometimes I'll be, I'll be deep, I'll be dig deep into the '80s and the '90s, and you're like, "Hold on, what you know about this?" I'm like, "Start ah, singing Pat Pat Benatar." I know a couple things. You know what I'm saying? Word. I've been doing my own thing. <laughs> I groove theory. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yo, you know, you know, the people do want to know, man. Did did you get a chance to break into the, the the black bachelor couch yet, man? You know what I'm saying? Or was that too too much private? You don't gotta let them know. You know what I mean? I played the fifth. All right, there you go. You sm- you smart. You learn, man. You learn. <laughs> Keep your business to yourself, player. <laughs> All right, you know what I'm saying? I know how the battle rap works. All right, man. I'm just testing you. You know what I'm saying? It's been a minute. I'm just testing you, making sure you're on your piece. Which, which you say can and will be used <laughs> against you, or in my case, can and will be quoted against you. All right, battle rappers. So speak and tweet responsibly. I watch and see everything. Exactly, man. We're giving lessons out to everybody, man. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> nah, man. But yo, once again, man, happy birthday. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad you got a chance to turn up. I'm glad you got home safely and all that. You know what I'm saying? So that's a fact. Everybody out there, party responsibly when you out there, man. Be careful, man, because fools are lurking. So while you having a good time and 
getting all wasted and you off your P's and Q's, somebody out there is lurking, waiting to catch you slipping. So, you know, try to be as alert as possible when you're out there, even when you're having fun, man. It's sad to say it, but be aware where you at. I definitely kind of was running on a bit of fumes, though, because Thursday I flew into Atlanta mm. uh, and I went over to a uh, Hitman Hollers <laughs> Bags and Bodies. Salute to that. Let's he, talk uh, about that. He asked me to be a judge. So I flew into Atlanta that Thursday and unfortunately I could not get off that Friday. I really wanted to be there Friday to judge those battles. But Tata, a reporter, also LTBR staff. Salute, was, Tata. Big salute to Tata. She was in the building. So we got all the reports and updates for her Friday. Um, so we got that from her here, and I got a big message from her. We'll read that off. But wow. Thursday, man, I, I flew into Atlanta. Oh, you know, we gotta talk about the whole day, man. You know, so so how so so first of all, you know, you've been requested to to do judging on numerous panels before, and you know, you, you've always politely declined for one reason or another, you know what I mean? But this time, you know, you actually took it upon you to say, I'm gonna go judge this thing, man. Like, what made you decide to actually jump in the judge's seat and say, yo, I'm going to be a judge on bags and bodies. All right. Well, let's put it on record. All right. I want to, I want to go through the, the, the request list of judges. All right. I want to put it all the way on record. I've been asked to be a UM uh, ultimate managed judge two times. I declined both because I felt like it was a conflict of interest to take parlays and be a judge. <laughs> okay. I, all right. So that's what I want everybody to know. Oh, you want to judge this, but he wouldn't judge you. Our house battle. He's afraid of that pressure. You might be right, but guess what? I also did it because I wanted to get that bread, right? And if I was in control of my money with my battle rap opinion, I would pretty much pick any opinion that favored my money. Damn, son. Is that, trans- <laughs> is that transparent enough? I love it, man. Hey, you, you letting them know. You letting them know. Now, if there's a time I don't want to run the part, I mean, look, you've been here since UM1. Right? That was before you got a chance to go. And we we five tournaments in deep. Every yeah. single season, we do parlays, we do brackets. We make a nice little change off that, you know what I'm saying? Because all you people think you can you can predict eight battles in a row. You never will do it. Uh, Only one person has done it, right? Uh, one or two? I'm, I'm not going for it. I feel, I feel, I feel you have done it. We're still in the green. <laughs> the, the, the sports book is still in profit. So I, I don't. I haven't done the ultimate man sports just because there's a financial opportunity for us. Um, but I'll definitely consider doing one of those. Canada Dot wanted me to judge season one. Only reason I couldn't commit is that I worked Sundays at the time and all their battles were on Sunday. So right. uh, while I do watch the battles while I was working, it's different while I'm trying to judge it. So like, I can't, I refuse to multitask and not give it my full attention. Mm-hmm. So those two offers there. Then recently I got offered to judge a couple space battles. Uh, Shout out to Rap Off, Ilmac, Frack and all of them. They had a Jada Nightwing Bill Collector battle, yeah. fire, fire space battle. So I decided to do that to kind of get my feet wet. And Hitman Holla asked me, and I'm like, for TV? <laughs> How can I say no? You can't, man. You know, as soon as you told me, I was like, man, get your ass on that plane and put on that LTBR sweater yeah. <laughs> and speak in your best and most clearest voice and be concise and precise man and be the best damn judge man this for tv player yeah we're gonna talk about the judging in a second i got we got a lot to unpack there so mm. um you know hitman I, i've been kind of like rolling with hitman as far as coverage on this for the for the longest like second he announced it he made a twitter space and the breaking news cheat code of going into twitter space and having the news graphic ready on the spot yeah you know, he was impressed by it 
Yeah. He, he invited me out to a couple of the auditions. I went to the New York audition. It was really, really good. Uh, we wrote a recap article about that. And he just really loved the coverage that he was getting from LTBR. I mean, he was only he was already familiar with us, right? We did a yeah, podcast yeah. with him a few years back, and he gets plenty of love and stats from us. Um, but he, you know, it, it gets really interesting, right? I mean, like Hitman, like I said, he has good rapport with us. He knows us. But there's a lot of battle rappers that will create ventures or start events or, ha- or start a leagues. Like they'll have their, they'll have something that they want your support from. And it's mm-hmm. like, hey, I never really uh, retweeted any of the positive stuff you said about me over the years, but I need your help now. So can you help me out? <laughs> right. It just doesn't apply to Hitman. It's just this is just one battle rappers. This is pretty much ninety eight percent of battle rap in general, man. <laughs> yeah, this is this is again, this is not a, the Hitman. This is just in general, like just you know. For a long time, LTBR is like considered considered positive media outlet, and I, you know, we, you know, we, we are who we are in the culture, and I appreciate that. Um, but for, we weren't always this, right? We weren't always this spotlight, this go to resource. You know, we were in the trenches. You had to search for us. You had to Google and type your name and hashtag and see all of the stuff that we're doing now that we were doing back then. We've been pretty consistent. So mm-hmm. a lot of people used to get praise. A lot of people used to get support that they never really appreciated. And now it's like, hey, I need that support. And it's like, I'm here. Right, <laughs> right. I've been here. I've been here for a long time supporting you. You didn't got to ask me twice. I was probably right. going to do it. I was probably going to support you if you didn't ask anyway. So I appreciate exactly. you uh, bridging that gap to ask because I feel like we all work better when we just come together and agree that we have a common goal that you you put your input towards it and it gives value. And we can find a way to make you a part of things. Yeah, man. One hand washes the other, and they both wash the face, man. You feel me? So, actually, uh, I was actually in touch with Vixen, actually, because Vixen's kind of like the Beasley to, like, Hitman being smack. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. She's, a, she's officially a part of this. So she's pretty much, I don't want to give her a title, right? In my eyes, she's been like an event coordinator with her pretty much. Like okay. she's, she's been booking flights. She's been getting people's stuff in order. She's been helping the recruitment. She was right. a judge. Yeah. She was, you know, she was helping setting up. So like at that point, like you pretty much just put a league owner uh, uh, experience under your resume pretty much. You know what right. I'm saying? So she, uh, she held it down. She was like, hold on. You you look more responsible, mature. I can trust you. She just sent the bread. <laughs> I bought my own flight because everybody else is booking their flights. So I I can't trust you guys. I need you to be here a day early. <laughs> Me was like, right. ah, you go book it. I I I know what you you're responsible. <laughs> Book the flight. Unfortunately, I could not like I said earlier. I could not get that Friday off. Um, I burnt all my PTO for the year with the move. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Uh. I'll leave it at that. So I, I decided to do a mission. I decided to fly in Thursday, go to the battles, uh, be the judge, and fly back out that same night. Mm, talk about the grind. Yeah, that's crazy. In and out in the same night. Yes, sir. Nice, man. So you land, you get there, flight smooth, everything's good. Oh, everything was great. Everything you know, because you know, when you, whatever you fly in and it's battle rap related, there's always some some foolishness that goes down. Man. All right, you know, I'm lying. Everything wasn't great. All right. <laughs> Thank you, man. I just <laughs> some had to go left. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When I got there, they changed the gate to my flight and it was on the ticket, but they made the announcement in the airport. So, like, my fucking ticket has the wrong gate. And I, I get to my <laughs> gate and I see nobody there. I'm like, 
I missed my plane. I'm here like 25 minutes early. What's going on? They're like, no, you're you're at this other gate over here. I had to go to TSA twice. I'm like, oh, oh great. I, gotta go, I gotta do this again. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, I get there though. I get there at a decent time. I'm in the I'm in the lounge there at the airport, just charging my laptop, getting stuff done. Um, head to the spot. It's about 30 minutes out from the airport. When I get there, it's like uh, you pull up in this drive-through, and it's just like this recording, like TV studio. Um, it was mostly empty, but there was in the there was in the production room where mm-hmm. the Ruin Your Day team was there shooting the, the battles. Uh, Hitman's there getting ready. All the bad rappers outside rehearsing or just like in their own corner in their own zone, just getting ready because this is it. You know what I'm saying? For context, these battles that took place Thursday and Friday's battles. These were 16 contestants to battle for the final eight spots that are available in the house. Okay. All right. So, so they've already given out eight spots. There's an additional eight spots that were open. So now 16 MCs are competing for the last eight spots. Correct. So out of those 16 MCs, you know, eight would be eight. There'll be eight winners. Right. Right. Those, those eight winners would be the one that fill the eight spots left for the house. Gotcha. So, that, that's understood that Thursday decided to do four battles and then Friday they're going to do another four battles. And so when I get there, I'm just like, okay, these are the people that are like, this is considered this the play in. All right. Like <laughs> this is the play in tournament for the playoffs to get everybody's into mad, hungry, <laughs> mad, hungry, hungry is an understatement. All right. <laughs> like everybody was laser sharp focused in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, whoa, hold up. Okay, we might see some good battles here. It's probably about a little under 100 people in the building. Okay. Uh, a couple familiar faces, Light Skin TV in the building. That dude is everywhere, sir. Yeah. Yeah, he's everywhere. He's everywhere. Salute he to him. That's, that's a good thing, man. You in the trenches, too. I, I respect those to be out. You know what yep. I'm saying? So I'm pulling up the list of battles that took place on Thursday for you. We get there and there's a judging table for us. So I'm going to be a judge with John, John, Vixen. And they just picked two other media reps that was there. They asked that as talk and asked light skin television to be judges alongside all of us. So right. Five judges. And this is like full all out. Like, do, do they have the extra bags and bodies cameras there along with the battle rap recording crew? Like, do you feel the TV presence? Like, they got the boom mics and all that stuff? Like, it's crazy like that? Like, when, you, when you're in there, it was just regular nah, battle this, rap setup. This one was more regular battle rap setup. Um, mm-hmm. but, but there was a camera crew that was recording just everybody outside rehearsing and, and people talking, you know, shit to each other. Like, yeah. Like a shout out to Eon from Chicago. She's in the house. I got a chance to meet her in person for the first time. I've seen her plenty of times. I just never got a chance to speak to her. Mm-hmm. And so I'm speaking to her. I said, Oh, nice to meet you. And then somebody like cut her off, like while I was talking to her. And then they started arguing. And then the TV people, I guess, they were there started <laughs> recording their arguments. I'm like, let me step, let me step aside from this. This is content. Let me move away from here. You know, yeah, yeah. Snake Eyes and Mac Myron's dad is just kind of like scope the competition. Uh-huh. I'm surprised they didn't get into any arguments. They just, it's, they, those two guys love to argue. Oh man, just, I already seen clips, um, clips popping up on Twitter of people in the house and whatnot. Yeah, that house is gonna get crazy, man. It's gonna get crazy. Yeah, it definitely is, man. So, um, me, John, John Vixen, and the other two media reps are at the judging table. It's a nice long table. We're all sitting down. We all got seats, and it hit me. I'm like, hold on, man. Let me get a little competitive edge here. 
I, I brought my MacBook with me. Okay. I pull out my MacBook and I have it on the table. So I'm, I'm writing down the bars while I'm listening to the battles. <laughs> like, and this is how judging should be. I don't, I don't, this is what I want to talk about, the judging aspect. Because, you know, when I'm sitting down, John John looks over to me. He laughs. He goes, you think you'd be a better judge than me? And I was like, I don't know, judging by your UN5 reviews. Like, well, I'm, I'm not sitting here drinking Hennessy <laughs> and smoking weed. I was like, judging by your UN5 reviews. And talking to Calico. <laughs> I don't know if that's a hard threshold to surpass, but <laughs> I'll try. You know, and he's like, hey, look, you do all the bar stuff. I, I don't need all that. I'm good. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I like that every judge on the panel didn't judge the battle the same because nobody judges battles the same. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have that one person that's very bar for bar analytical, pay attention to all that. You're going to have somebody like Bixen that's really heavy on performance. So she's paying attention to your theatrics, your movements, how much you connect with the crowd and where you're overperforming or how you sell your bars. You got Hitman to focus on the full package. You got John John just focused on the, the 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 content in between, like the gems of the setup lines, like the punches in between the punches. So like, you get a lot of value there from everybody judging battles differently. But the one thing I really took away from is like, I really do feel like there should be somebody always at a battle with a table if you're a judge with the ability to write down what's happening. You don't have to have a fucking MacBook and type everything down, but. They bullied Calico to the point he brought a fucking notebook the next day. <laughs> he was a UM5. When he was stopped a UM5 drinking. Bitch, and he stopped drinking. And, and, and it's because it's like, that's how you digest. That's how you can properly digest what's happening in battle rap. I feel like standing and watching battles and being in a crowd, like there's too much of a distraction. There's not enough physical attention being given to the, the performers to catch everything. So you're catching the a certain window of momentum that lasts with you as opposed to if you're sitting down comfortably with a chance to write things down. So you're creating like pinpoints for yourself. Almost. Mm -hmm. You create like pinpoints. You're, you're having like, like almost like, I'm not saying like you're, you're counting it. I think it's like, it's like a tally, but once you're writing somebody's bars down, like you write a bar that you like, you like performance bar that you like, you like something that you noticed that you liked you start to realize the value of somebody's round once you compare it to the other person's if you didn't write as much or if you wrote more. Right. So I don't know. I, I, it really helped me give a really good breakdown. Now, do and you that, ever get, did you, was there any battle where you said, man, I definitely wrote a lot more for this person, but the eyeball test and what I saw is telling me that the other person won. Did that happen to you or did it always a line where the person who you had more notes for usually won the battle. No, definitely. That happened a few times in, in those battles. You know, um, we got a lot of interesting matches. Let me just say the battles real quick before we go through them. There was uh, the God Yogi versus your bowl peanut. Uh, YK soup versus banks, the God mm -hmm. uh, coach Coleon versus Jers, a brand new battle rapper. Okay. And KD versus J that guy, two guys from St. Louis. Okay. Salute. Um, so some of these guys, like we 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 can start with we, we don't gotta go in order. We can start with Jerz and Coach Corleone, right? Like Coach is the but he was the better battle rapper. He had better battle rap material, he had better battle rap pacing, but he wasn't fluid. You mm. know what I'm saying? He his mechanics weren't there, his mechanics weren't tight enough. And Jerz, who's not really a battle rapper, so he's just rapping, 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 scheming, 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 flowing, flowing, flowing. You know, it's it got to a point sometimes it was too fast, 
but if you appreciate rap rap right like you, you just if you just appreciate fluid fluidity within somebody's like rhyming structure you might have liked it more even though his content was undeniably weaker than coaches like like by a large margin interesting because you know people gonna be listening and if they play parts of this they're gonna be comparing and contrasting man so just get ready to you know get ready to hear what folks gotta say because people definitely gonna have opinions because you know judging is never easy so get ready for the slop fest man yeah, I'm willing to stand on everything. Uh, I got all this part of the don't, notes. Don't I, get in your feelings either. I'm not saying that you would, but just, all, just, just be all. like, whatever, man. It's just part of the game. You know what I'm saying? Not at all, man. I um, Part of the notes was also like for me to keep that as like a, a reference. Because actually after one of the battles, they came up to me like, yo, man, like I feel like you weren't catching all my stuff. And uh, we, we, we can talk about it. Actually, the first battle of the night, right, was... you like, you mean this whack-ass bar? I caught that. <laughs> was, was Yobo Pina versus the God Yogi. I, I'm familiar yeah. with Yobo Pina. Seen him, seen him at Band Legacy. Yeah, I've, I've definitely heard of him quite a few times, yeah. Never seen the God Yogi. Now... The, go- Yogi, the God Yogi or the Guy Yogi? That's his name, the God. G-O-D. Oh, G- gotcha, okay. Yeah, the God Yogi. Um, never seen Yogi before. Hey, but, but Peanut made a fundamental mistake for judge battles out the gate. He decided to go first with no coin toss. Let me tell you something, guys. All right. I've been studying all the King of the Dots seasons and Grand Prix, the UM5 battle. We're, we're at what? 15 times five is 75 minus one. So we're 74 UM Ultimate Madness battles and probably Jeez. like 77 Judge King of the Dot battles, maybe more. But the point is, I tracked all of those battles to see what do people win rounds, like by going first, going second, do people win with chokes, like just little details, because since the battles judge, there's an actual sample size you can create from it. Bro, mm-hmm. winning the top of the first round is statistically the hardest round to win in the judge battle, because you can simply get overshadowed by momentum. You're setting right. the tone to a battle that nobody knows what to really expect and all somebody has to do is match your momentum. You know what I'm saying? They don't even have to have better content. They don't need to have a better direction. They don't need to have better structure. If they just match your momentum, unless you leave Earth, which is really hard to do in the first round like that. And if you leave Earth that early, you can peak in the battle. So there's a lot of like difficulties. Like it's almost like that round, you almost have to not, not sacrifice it, but just keep in mind that you don't want to opt into that round, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? It's It's like under like 30% of people winning that round. And Peanut opted to go first. He opted to go first, no coin toss. And I'm just like, "Mm, I know how this is going to go. You Mm. know what I'm saying? Um, He had a really good first round, though. See, but you can't have that in your mind, though, man. You got to be open-minded, though. No, of course, of course. I'm just, I just, I'm just saying, I've studied the trends, so I'm just like, all right, you know. See, see, I'm I'm just saying that to let people know, you know what I'm saying, that if you're judging their battle, even if they're going at the top of the round, you ain't just writing them off like, ah, you're going to lose. Just just let them know, that's all. Yeah, I mean, because there were battles that same night that somebody went first, the top of the first, and won the first round. I'm just just telling you the numbers, all right? I'm just telling you the numbers. That's a, a very difficult round to win. So choosing to go first in that round 
creates a, another level of difficulty for yourself. Facts. You know? so you, fast, you know, man, so, some people be slow. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes we got to slow it down for them and let them know. You know hey, what listen, I mean? I am, I am mad at you picking at it because I need to, <laughs> we need to get as detailed as possible. The Yogi, uh, Yogi goes first and his first round was was amazing. It was almost mm-hmm. just as good as your bowl of peanuts. But again, it might be the last thing you heard. Right. And if you're not somebody taking all these bars down and you're just going by that momentum shift, which is a real thing in battle rap, people go by momentum. The person that goes last automatically has that advantage. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Especially with time. It's, it's a lot of little detail factors that like just making that one move could be very costly. You know, I don't want to revert too far away, but a battle, a judge battle that you and I felt differently about the, the verdict. She happened versus JC. She didn't mm. choose to go first, but I felt like his first round was better than JC's first round. And right. I and, and I genuinely believe that if he went second, it would have been received differently as, as opposed to him going first. But you and I still had him winning the round. Yeah, and I had him winning the, the entire battle. You know, but yeah, but you know, it is what it is though. JC won that. But no, but absolutely. I feel you though. There's, there's just moments where just like you going second just is that super advantage, especially if like, you don't have certain skills. If you're not a rebuttaler and you can't snatch momentum back at the top of the second round, then going first automatically for relinquishes an opportunity for you to have a freestyle rebuttal. Right. right there's, there, there's certain disadvantages that comes with. Obviously, there's also advantages of you setting a threshold. But your bull, your bull peanut was pretty good, man. Um, his second round was amazing. Yogi's writing really good, bro. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I need to watch more of him because. That what guy, league is he from? I've never heard. I've never heard of him before. Uh, man, I I, I'm, I apologize for not bringing the due diligence more because I, I really should have actually done some more homework on him after seeing him. Um, but the God Yogi, shout outs to him because Hitman Holla and John John gave you a an incredible compliment. Um, they when we finished judging, we were discussing the battle. Hitman and John John said he has top tier level writing. Oh, that was a big compliment. That's a huge compliment. You know what I'm saying? Uh, do I have anything that he had quoted here, man? You know what it was, too? You, you know how Verb sometimes gets in these, like, pockets where he stays in a multi, multi-run for a long time, and it just keeps building and building and building? That's what Yogi was doing. Like, he didn't do a lot of transitions. He stood on one rhyme pattern and just kept going at it and going at it and going at it. And it's like, hold on, this is getting better. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, cannibal, stop me like Jeffrey Dahmer. Float is like Michelle Obama for the record. I scratch if you get in line, uh, get the vinyl. Like, I'm like, oh, hold on. He's he's going. And he just keeps going in that same pocket. I'm like, this is hitting. He is good. Man, with the finger spins. I liked it, man. I liked it a lot. Um, So he won that battle unanimously. Um, Yo Bopino was good, though. Salute to him. We had the conversation outside. He's like, yo, man, I feel like you want to catch some of my lines. I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm reading, I'm repeating lines back to him. Like, I heard your three three shot turn the bulldog to a Serbius, uh, point off the bank, like it missed the glass, opening mine like a kitchen knife. Like, I was reading back lines to him. And he's like, nah, you know, I respect it. I just felt like y'all gave him a lot of credit for his pen, but my pen's up there too. And it became, <laughs> it became a pen conversation. It's just like, I told him, look, the difference was for me is, is, is the transitions. Like, if I think of like people like Nitty and Twerk a little bit, right? Because they transition so much, they don't stay on something for a long time. 
Mm-hmm. There's like one, two, three, maybe four or five, and to get out of that. When you stay on a rhyme pattern for over eight bars and you have a crescendo of punches with wordplay in the, in, in the middle of it, and it just keeps on rhyming and rhyming, you hypnotize people, bro. It, it's, it's, it's extremely effective and lucrative. Yeah, it's more than just the bars. It ain't what you say, it's how you say it. Yeah. Now, so, but I love that when you ha- when you actually have the bars written down, though, like it makes people go, all right, well, damn, you were listening. So whether you have me winning or losing, you definitely were paying attention and didn't just say, uh, well, you know, he moved his arms more. So I got him winning. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact, man. Um, let me see what else happened in this battle that was uh, really worth highlighting here, man. Um, all life so fun. You know, I don't want to butcher none of these lines, so I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it at that. But Yogi the God advances. Um, I can't wait to see more of him. You know what I mean? The next battle was YK Soup versus Banks the God. Keep it a buck, man. I was underwhelmed for this battle. <laughs> I've never heard of either one of these dudes. Are these like two? Brand new uh, battle rappers, like because I know Hitman was saying that he was gonna grab a couple of people that were not on the scene, were just totally like walk-ons, you know. Or were these two walk-ons, or these guys have been making the uh, the rounds in the in the lower circuits? You know what? Uh, I believe YK Soup is from Chicago, mm-hmm. and Banks the God is also from the Midwest. Uh, let me see where Banks the God is from, so I can get these. I'll make sure I get these guys. They're proper just do man you know what i'm saying thank the god i think he's from battle rap society okay you know what i'm saying and Salute uh to them yeah yk soups from chicago it was it was a solid battle like not even solid i'm not gonna front like it's just <laughs> <laughs> i re- i respected a lot of the effort that Keep went it into, real man yeah, uh-huh. yeah. i respect a lot of the effort that went into what they did you know what i'm saying so that's why like i don't want to shit on it but yeah. it's like YK was just way too theatrical. Like, like it's like a performance <laughs> for every set of line. You know what I'm saying? It's like if I slide to the left, then I move to the right. You get uppercut in your face, and I knock you out tonight. Like it's like he ain't saying none of that, but I'm just saying yeah. like. Every- <laughs> Yo, y'all can't y'all can't see France right now, but <laughs> he's performing every single one of these lines. And if your man was doing that, then oh man, it's yeah, too much, man. It's, it's too much, bro. It's too much. Like you exert so much energy from <laughs> performing your setups that you have no juice for the punch. Not saying that you don't have juice for the punch. I'm saying the right, crowd, right. the crowd is exhausted by the movements already. <laughs> it's a little you know distracting. It's very distracting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At some point, when you start moving around too much, people kind of like like your word become like wah, wah, wah. not to me, not to me. <laughs> right, I'm, right, I, right. I'm listening to everything, but I I've heard people's like I cannot even follow what he's saying. I'm just following his movements at this point. Right, right. That's I mean, how, it, you know what? I, that's how Jack Boy used to be for me personally like when he first came out and you know sometimes it's difficult to hear with some you know you're tuned in but you know different voices and different you know accents sometimes it gets a little difficult to hear and then when someone is doing a whole lot of movements you can easily just be like oh this guy's like a movement rapper you know just 
there's a lot of energy, a lot of movement, but what is he really saying? Until you are able to sit down and really dig a person's style, sometimes, like you said, it can really turn you off where, where less really is more when it comes to performing sometimes. Yeah, so he had a fast tempo, a lot of energy, though, you know, and, and, and I'm not going front. We always say this, you have to commit to performance, right? So mm -hmm. YK is overly committing, so I can appreciate that effort from him, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's just, the effort needs to be more calculated. Um, Banks the God, first round, he slows the tempo down and just goes crazy. Like, I roll up in a GMC and put a small round slide in his top like a PSP. I'm like, mm. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and so he's kind of in that flow, like, the whole time. And he has some performance, but obviously not the level of YK at this point, right? Because YK, right. YK's performance is through the roof too much. And that actually, like, gave Banks a major, like, like edge. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay. Everything that he is doing wrong, I can do right. You know what I'm right. saying? He's going too fast, so I can slow it down and get in, get in control. Uh -huh. and, so, and so I thought he got that first round clearly. YK second round was filled with a lot of uh, creativity and a prop. He brought his mama in. He, was, he brought <laughs> his mama mom into Dukes the, it? He brought the, his mom in the middle of the round. It was like, <laughs> and everybody was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, it, it, it was definitely a perfect, like, oh, you got a, you got something to seal the deal on this round. Yeah. He, he got that round, you know what I'm saying? But with, with, with you having all that performance in the first, you bringing out your best trick in the second, I'm in my head, I'm like, I don't know what he's got for the third, you know what I'm saying? And his third was his lightest round, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like watching it as like, like I'm thinking about the structure as it's all happening. I'm like, that's something he should probably have saved for later. Like, that's a nice way to end the battle, be the most memorable thing, knock it home out the park, um, putting it that middle into your round, even if you go crazy in your third round and it wasn't your lightest round, you, you set a very high bar for yourself with what you just did in the second. And he left the door wide open for Banks, and Banks didn't really close that margin. And, mm. I, and I think a lot of people hate to see that, right? When, like, they feel a round is beatable, and you don't beat it. Yeah. It just feels like you um, can't, can't close the door, can't seal the deal sometimes. And especially when you when you feel like a person has that potential and you watch it and you're like, yo, that was light, man. Like, you couldn't match that. It definitely does that. Banks definitely uh, snuck it home for me when he had a line. that was like, um, I stay low. If you know, you know, couldn't drop my location. I was so remote. I was like, Ooh. oh, I ain't mad at that. I was like, oh, that's kind of tough. Like he had a lot of slick lines, but um, just could not bring it back home. Uh, he peaked in the first, was able to, uh, to edge out the third. Uh, YK peaked in the second, but overall, uh, just too much of, too much theatrics. Nice. What was the next battle? Next battle after that was uh, Coach Corleone and Jersey. We were kind of just talking about a little bit earlier as far as like Coach being more battle rap structured and Jersey being like a, a more fluid rapper. And Coach actually choked in the first round. You know mm. what I mean? He choked in the first. So Jers got that first round clear. Coach's second round. Hold on, man. I got some lines from Coach because this man was going crazy in the second. Um, where we at here? He had a he had one of those like 
one of those slow down lines where like he's like you're delivering it, you have a pause, you look at the crowd, and then like land the haymaker. And he was like, um, I'm about it. And you know, your window of opportunity, stop look at the crowd. He's like, I'm doing drive-bys out of home. And everybody's like, ooh, you know, they 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 love he had he had the I he he was just the better battle rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like he mm-hmm. understood how to battle rap better than Jerz. Jerz is there like having schemes of people's names, schemes of like locations, <laughs> schemes of rappers from certain locations. And, you know, all, all those name, name flip schemes. They're pretty like a, like, like a battle rap starter pack almost. Yeah. He did have one crazy scheme where he was like, he had like an eight to nine to 10 to 11 to 12 scheme. Mm-hmm. Was, like he's like, counting down the time but saying like how he's going to shoot him take him to the like hospital and he's like you need elected 11 doctors on you if you think i'm being chased by 12 spot the call like he had a whole bunch of like this purpose for those lines and that was the only scheme that i felt like he filled it with purpose the rest of the schemes were like cookie cutter gotcha yeah yeah battle rap starter pack you feel me so it was just a little disappointing because i felt like coach was supposed to level him um and he breezed by him you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. He, can't, he can't bring that level of effort moving forward. You know, Coach Coleone is a brick. Shouts to RBE, one of the one of the first class uh, guys from the bricks. I got some notes here actually about, about Coach because I wrote an article about him. I wanted to point this out here. Coach Coleone, let me read this. Straight out the Midwest, Chicago stand up. One of the few battle rappers that had a one SK battle on Max on Max Out. This opportunity gain, he gained from the Max Out uh, was a great, unique experience. Coach brings a more slow-paced style with a strong vocal projection presence and heavy haymaker flow to uh, to his battling style. He may need to start implementing some more punchlines to get to it quicker or rap more fluid, which is the issue he had here, to climb the ranks with his thunderous delivery, but he'll be able to assert himself of the stage as long as he picks up his pacing. He is an enforcer. And honestly, I feel like that was the greatest way to assess how I felt about him that day. Like, he knows what to do. He has good content. He can land a couple big bombs. Just fix that pacing. He'll be good to go. Be good to go. That's not going to work moving forward, though. You know what I'm saying? You can you can you can squeak by the, a play-in win, but in the playoffs, it's a little it's a little it's a little different. That's when it really begins. Feel me? Now, KD and Jay, that guy. Okay, wow. KD, we know he's been from St. Louis, putting it down for years. We seen him at uh, last time, Midnight Madness, getting crazy. The two on two with MVP versus Loso and A Ward. So he's definitely been out here. He battled Hitman back in the day, too. He so he's no there. new Jack. He's definitely been out there. Some would even think that why does he have to try out to be in the house? You know, St. Louis, he's got the reputation also, but shows that he's committed and he's willing to do the, the dirty work to get in the house. And he's battling uh, Jay, that guy who I've never heard of, but I definitely want to know how this battle went down. Player, tell me all about it. KD is bombing in the first. Okay, oh, like man, I'm expecting KD to show a lot of experience. He had a really, he had a really busy schedule this past month. He battled Piranha a couple weeks ago. Uh, Bill Collector's uh, new league won won uh, Sudden Death Battle League. It was a one rounder, mm-hmm. but Piranha kind of like respectfully, he kind of smoked them. Yeah, and I'm just thinking to myself, all right, if I'm KD, I'm load managing and I'm putting all my best work for the house. So I can lose this one rounder as long as I get in the house. It's all, all that matters. That's all, all that matters. All will be forgiven. <laughs> you know, so his first round, he is 
bombing. Okay. He's uh-huh. absolutely bombing. And he had one of these like um A G worth A77 cash now. Like he had one of those like nice little jingles. You know what I mean? So I had he, a JG Wentworth bar. Yeah, like like and it landed. It exploded the room. What? <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta hear this bar. <laughs> like I, I, eight seven seven cash now. <laughs> eight seven seven cash now. <laughs> it's, 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 but he was smart because he was getting a lot of crowd participation for certain things along the way. So yeah. they they're like fueled up and like he's saying it and he like put it out there for them and they knew what he was going to say so they all just loved it and oh he had, God. At, at that moment it was like the biggest reaction of the room y'all better not look crazy when this george house <laughs> 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 i mean i didn't cheer for this it's <laughs> hey, my cash and i need my cash i need my cash right now <laughs> hey listen there, there's there's credible battle rappers on camera going crazy so if you feel that way Point the finger it up too, right? Yeah, all right, all right, okay. <laughs> um, his pacing was imperative, you know what I'm saying? He was mm-hmm. on point. He was on point. Now, J that guy, uh, I'm not gonna front, he kind of um his style is a little bit like Kid Slaves, little okay. laid back, really yeah. punches, talks to you, but has a lot of humor. So I'm thinking to myself, how the hell is he win this first round? The brother showed mad heart and did not give up and just just landing and landing and landing to the point where it's like, oh, he, he kind of keeping up. We got oh, a battle. Oh, he making it kind of even. Oh, he might have stole the round. What? Not for me. Not on my scorecard. Uh-huh. But I know some of the other judges definitely had him edging that round towards the end of it. He went crazy. Now, now, did he have a bigger bar than the J.G. Wentworth bar in the first round? He had a lot of, like, I'm trying to talk to you while I punch bars. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there's a lot of the talking and punching dudes now, man. Yeah, that that's a really... That's, I mean, look... I'll, shout out to Easy. Shout out to Easy, but the thing is, like, we're getting to a point where people like I see what people like angle on these stage and everybody's like, is angling dead? And it's like angling's not dead. It's like nobody wants to stay on one topic without there being entertainment and punches in between. So Asa Amin, who's talked to me a long time ago about like uh angle punches where you're building up the story of whatever you want to portray, specifically tailored for a punchline. Fonz is really good at it. A lot of people are good at it. And that is the best way to kind of break somebody down while still staying in punch mode. And so uh, that let me talk to you and punch at the same time. If you find the perfect like way to weave in and out of both, like you're going to find success every time you rap. Now, nah, facts, man. Now, nah, that sounds good. So fire first round. Fire How the second round. round go down? KD has a good second round. Um, not as good as his first, but still really good. And Jay second round he leaves earth bro his second round right. he goes crazy like not like everything just like if you just watch katie's first round you're thinking to yourself katie's gonna put this guy in the dirt now jay matches not only does he match him but he steals that same momentum and now he's like kind of like in a commanding spot for the battle you know what i'm saying um what, what jay said i got some bars here from jay um let me see. Uh, 
I got all these notes is all over the place. I'm sorry. That's nah, all good, man. Um, you know what? While I pull up these notes, if I can get the, the quotables, I'll get them out in a second. But his second round was crazy. You know what I'm saying? His second round was insane. He had a crazy uh silencer bar. Um, pillow talking ain't much of a silencer, but the uh, the muffle have him exhausted. Um, he had a, <laughs> I like that. Uh, AR side school bus, Draco side of a food truck, arm out the window with a meal. As soon as you pull up, oh, is that Draco the size of a school bus? He, he's like, he's like, batter. I'm so exaggerated. AR size of a school bus. Draco okay, said, thank yeah. you, man. That that that's that's kind of funny. All right, I was about yeah, to say. I'm, I'm sorry. See, that's why. I, that's why I, I, I was about I, to say, get this guy out of here. My, <laughs> I don't want to hear about no Draco's the size of. Okay, when you put yeah, it like so, that, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So this this is where he's implementing his humor. Okay. Yeah. So I put a note here. I put humor. I'm like, wait, why am I putting humor here? Okay. So he was like clowning KD at this point. He said like like, like I just said just now. He's like uh. All these back wraps does all the guns, all these sizes, AR size of a school bus. You got a Draco size of a food truck talking about the arm out the window with the meal. As soon as you pull up, like he's like clowning him. Yeah. And so like he's getting in between like the talking, the punching and the clowning him. And honestly, it's it was really like really effective. It was working. Mm-hmm. It was working a lot. Um, Jay, that guy has diamond teeth. OK. Um, He he was like uh this is why they like my style. Cause I got diamond teeth and I don't even like to smile. And everybody's like, mm, okay, okay, okay. He has some content there, man. And so um, KD opens up his third round with a rebuttal. Okay. The shit was lit. He needed it. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? He had um, some crazy, he had this crazy uh, and Frank bar. He was like, uh-uh. Um, <laughs> he, he was like, he was like, he was like, I served the fiends and it's tragic. I know bitches that was pregnant that couldn't kick a habit. And Frank wasn't the first person I seen live in the attic. I was like, whoa, that's kind of crazy. That was kind of crazy. Um, he, man, he had so much, man. They were just going back and forth, back and forth. And so, KD has a really strong third round. At this point, it's like Jay has snatched a round back. Jay opens his third round with a rebuttal to KD's rebuttal. Okay. And so it's rebuttal like... Rebuttal and a rebuttal. Oh, man. It was so good, man. It was so good. You know what I'm saying? He just... He started going crazy himself. Um, separate... Um, separate. He, um, he said, separate the wife from everything like Jim Crow. I was like, oof. This guy talking. You know what I'm saying? Uh... What has he had here? Uh, you know, I'm not gonna read this because I, I I don't want to fuck up the setups to a lot of these bars that he had. But yeah, plus you know everybody still gotta watch the battles and get the bars. The point is, the battle was fucking crazy every round to the point where we're we as judges are like kind of stressed. The hitman just goes up to us and puts his hand over the judging table and was like. Ain't no call for this one. They both in the house. That's it. Oh, okay. All right. Salute to them guys, man. Yeah. Salute man. to those brothers. Getting up in that crib. I feel like Hitman tried to hedge, put them both against each other so he can guarantee one guy from the from city. Louis, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man ain't slick, man. <laughs> you know. Hitman sit back at the crib, like, you know what I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Yo, but we had um an announcement today about the the bags and bodies there's a 
another contestant who originally didn't make the house, but now he is in the house. And um, you know, the 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 Twitter spears is is very excited to see this dude here. He's got his own lingo, his own language. He's making albums. Charlie Clips has brought Gwitty into the house. So now we get the Gwitty and Snake show in the house that people have been asking for. And it's about to be lit, man. What do you think about Gwitty joining the, the cast and crew of Bags and Bodies? The name and albums. The mm. logo. <laughs> I just want to know who authorized him to call himself the RB logo and who's allowed it. He did, man. He's making new biscuits, didn't you? <laughs> my favorite, my favorite is like you can hear him say duh with an A, the logo. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> hey, you know what though? I'm glad because there was a lot of back and I mean, look, I went to Gwitty's audition. Yeah. I, I'll keep it a buck. Like his audition, it almost looked like he didn't really like put his full, his best foot forward into it. Uh-huh. There's, there's a lot of more standout names. So he didn't really get selected to move forward. And there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of fuss about that in the time. People wanted to see Gwitty in the house, but there was a lot more names that just displayed a better, you know, audition. You know what I'm saying? You might be a better worker than these guys, but you didn't have a better interview than these guys. Mm. I, I can't select you to move forward with the process. Mm. Um, and then because of that, him and Hitman had a little bit of a back and forth. It got a little bit negative. Um, but this is a really solid move by Hitman to say, let me put all that aside. I know the demand. I know your personality. I know the potential. Let's get Gwitty in the house. I love this, man. This is this is TV, man. All this TV, just Charlie Clips shows up and a Hitman has a... Ah, all right, man, let's make it happen and put him in the house. And so now you got the, the this whole dynamic between Hitman and, and Gwitty and all that. And, yo, it's going to be a lot to prove because there's a lot of people who, who can talk that talk. But now there's going to be that pressure to deliver and to deliver in like with, with various challenges and things that you're not prepared for. People can get prepared for a battle. Oh, okay, I got a battle next week. I could try to cram within that seven days and, and deliver something. You know, you get used to this, but if they're going to wake you up at three in the morning one day and say, oh, we're going to go for this jog. And then after the jog, when everyone is out of breath and now y'all got to battle and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like this, this, you can't prepare for what you don't know, you know, is, is going to be in front of you. So it's going to be real interesting to see who's going to be able to deliver under these circumstances. Yo, uh, I'm excited because I want to know what goes on outside of the battles. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. Because these these battles that took place Thursday and Friday were strictly for promo for the house. These battles are going to be on YouTube. You know what I mean? So they're going to be on YouTube. They're going to be used as promotional smart, smart. promotional tool for the season. Because I believe the season is going to all be taped and then and then aired afterwards. So. I can't wait to see what all of the challenges in between the house is like, because that's where you really get to see who's about it and who's not. You know what I mean? All those spontaneous little tasks and, and challenges and, and obstacles that are placed in front of people. Like, there's a lot of good people there to rap, you know what I'm saying? But how can you adapt when I have you do something that you have no idea what the fuck to do and you have to get it done within the next hour? Yeah, exactly. No, it's going to be fun. You know what this reminds me of a little bit? Remember the White Rapper show? 
Where they do you remember that? Oh, you're probably too young for that. Look at that. that. That reaction on your face says it all, man. He's like, what? <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? All right, so way back. <laughs> so way back. Way back in my yeah. days, right? Yeah. There was once a show called The White Rapper Show. It was produced by MC Search. And basically, you know, after Eminem blew up and people wanted to see if they could find the next great white rapper. So they got white rappers from... <laughs> <laughs> from all over the country and they brought they brought them all to one house matter of fact persia was on that remember persia who battled yeah. um what's her name man homegirl ah from the blaze battles you know persia she battled um i know i know i'm familiar with persia yeah she battled the 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 the, the chick that's in media i forgot her name man um but anywho so they had them doing all sorts of crazy challenges. They took them to the hood. They had to go into a barber shop while everybody's cutting hair. <laughs> they walked up in there, you know, the whole barber shop stopped and went, "What? Like, yo, what y'all doing in here? Like, yo, we rap." They're like, the whole barber shop started laughing, and they had to rap in front of everybody. They had to go do all sorts of like talent shows, go to the projects, all this stuff. So it was pretty dope, man, to make them go through it and appreciate, you know, how hard it is to become a successful MC out here and. It was dope because they brought them through the trenches of what a rapper really has to go through to become, you know, a rapper's rapper. So it was pretty dope. So I'm hoping to see something similar to that with this show also. So but check it out, though. It came out in the late either the late 1900s or the early 2000s. You know what I'm saying? France? I don't know. I don't, I don't know everybody can be like, France don't know a white rapper show. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, well, yes, guys. Yes. It all, all the old heads going to be coming at you now. man. <laughs> Um, let me go through some of these notes from day two. I didn't get to watch these battles, but on the day two card, um, the exact names here, Hitman. On the day two card, you had some of the ladies battling. You had Fendi, shout to Fendi, okay. versus Rock Lee. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we had Ash Cash versus Hope Trilly. We had uh, Dev the Demon battling, uh, what a dev battle here. Hey, like, man, he changed his name, man. It's Foet Dev now. You know what? You're right, but the flyer says Dev the Demon, so I'm Oh, man. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize, Foet Dev. I apologize. I'm just reading the flyer, so don't mind me. But it's, all right, Foet Dev versus BMAC, but the flyer says Dev the Demon. Um, <laughs> and they also had EJ Moore versus PG. So, and Cali Smooth also battled. Cali Smooth battled Roscoe Wells. So, here's some updates oh, from okay, Tata. Okay. Says Fendi, Fendi won her battle against Rockley. You know what I'm saying? Uh, at Hope Trilly caught a dirty 30. Oh. <laughs> Ash choked the last two rounds. Yikes. Uh, Shouts to Dev, man. I love Dev. That's my guy. I got to give him a call back. He gave me a call earlier today. Mm-hmm. He lost to BMAC. I was really looking forward to Dev being in that house, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? BMAC won the battle. Um, I believe Cali Smooth beat Roscoe Wells. And PG beat EJ, I believe. Okay. Here. So those are the updates from Tata as far as uh, day two. Well, this is an important update here. Um, apparently, out of the four ladies that were battling, Rockley, Fendi, Hope Trilly, and Ash Cash, only one of those four were going to be in the house. Okay. Hitman decided to say, we need both Fendi and, and uh, Hope Trilly. 
So oh, salute to Hitman Holler, man. Hitman says, hey, ladies. <laughs> I don't want no problems out here. You both come in the house. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was pretty much that that pretty much concludes bags and bodies. I do want to say uh for everybody listening to the pod at the end of the pod. We're going to put in some audio interviews that I got in the building with Hitman Holla, John John Don, Fixing the Assassin, and I got one with KD as well. You know what I'm saying? KD had a... Uh, KD really had Battle of the Night, man. Actually, like, I'm not going to go as far as to say it's a Battle of Year contender, right? That's what everybody loves to do at the event. Oh, this is, a, this is one of the best battles of the year! Yeah. Straight lying. Yeah, like, when you when you do that, like, you just... just don't do that. Just set yourself up. Look, let's let us let us evaluate that. All right, let it manifest. You only seen this one time. You don't listen to an album one time and try to rank it. No, no, no. Your generation does that now, man. <laughs> <laughs> Your album comes out at midnight, twelve oh five. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro! Album's classic, bro. Yo, it's hey, well, you know what? You know what? They do that with battles too, right? Because when Danny Myers again cooked by Rum Nitty in the second round, he goes, "This is a classic." But the battle's not over yet, Danny. What are you what are you doing? What are you doing? And every time Danny gets hit with one of them crazy rounds, his defense mechanism is to call it a classic. All right. Just let us call it a classic. Facts. Yo, smack. Yo, man, don't mess up my classic. It was round one, smack. All right. So I'm not gonna easy, bro. I won't go as far as to say it's a battle contender, even though everybody else will say that. But it was definitely battle of the night. And so mm-hmm. what I want to give KD props to is that his two-on-two with MVP against A-Ward and Loso, one of the best two-on-twos this year, his battle with Wise on Midnight Madness, that is a valid battle of the year contender. It's an amazing battle. So good that they ended up just calling it a tie and they split the money. And him and Jay was such a great battle, battle of the night, that they both got in the house. So KD's producing these, this value where, like, he's creating great battles. Right. Now, salute to KD, man. Yeah, so I, and you know I got I got to do this. I got to just go on wax with it. I'm just going wax when I okay. when I submit that top twenty list. He might not be in my ten, but my fifteen to my fifteen through twenty range. Mm-hmm. You, might, you might see Katie's name there. Oh man, you you, you starting up you starting it up already, bro. Hey, it's the last quarter of the year. It's about that time. I got to get in that mode. Nah, that's facts. Oh my gosh, You're gonna be getting all your data together. Gotta get in that mode, you know what I'm saying? So I I think KD's performing at a top 20 level. Um nah, he's, bottom, been on, he's been on fire this year, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So salute to KD and big salute to him and Holligan for including all of us in in this, you know, the LTBR team. Uh welcome Tata and, and Chad with open arms on Friday. Um, so that was great. He wants his back. He wants his back. So I mean, why wouldn't he? You know what I'm saying, man? Hitman knows what's up. You know what I'm saying? He knows what's up, man. But salute to Hitman Holla, definitely. And, you know, for more articles about what's going on with Bags and Bodies, make sure y'all log on to letstalkbattlerap.com. You know, we're going to have exclusive articles there, you know, throughout the week. So log on there and check it out. Yeah, man. So uh, I leave the venue after getting all my interviews. Almost missed my flight home. So hold on. So so battles are over. You, you hop straight into the Uber or battle. Or someone my, someone drove you there to the airport. How to go there? My flight was at ten forty. You know the gates closed fifteen minutes prior. Yeah. And um, it's about the airport is about thirty five minutes away from where we're at. Yikes! Like with no traffic. 
Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm like, sheesh. Like, I got, I got to at least get to the airport <laughs> by nine thirty. So nine o'clock, sweating. Nine uh-huh. o'clock skedaddles. So we. <laughs> We finished the battles at like 8.30, 8.30. I got all the photos and interviews because the interviews weren't that long. They're like two to five minutes. Yeah. I, got all that, I got all that done in like 30 minutes. Hopped in the Uber. When I get to the john, you know what I'm saying? I have my pre-check ready, but the pre-check line is closed. I'm like, oh, oh great. Come on. Like, oh, great. So <laughs> then, I, you know, there's a guy like, hey, you want to sign up for clear? And he, he almost caught me. He almost uh-huh. got me. But then I peeked and I realized there was only one TSA agent checking everybody in with their boarding passes. I'm like, oh, brother. Oh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So we're all just here just waiting. I, I, I damn near almost asked the guy in front of me, can I cash up you to skip you? Like, <laughs> I will pay to not miss this flight. How much, what's your price? You know what I'm saying? And then, so they got somebody else, and those two people, and then we got through TSA. Um, but time's of the essence, okay? I got 20 yeah. minutes. I got 20 <laughs> minutes. All right, it's 10 o'clock. The doors, the plane closed at 10.25. Now, anybody travel to Atlanta, they know about the air train, okay? When you get to Atlanta, you don't just get to your gate. You got to take this motherfucking air train to whatever gate you're at. And my convenience, I'm at the last stop of the air train. <laughs> so now you got to put an OJ and run through the airport? <laughs> Not even. I just got to hope this train just zooms. Oh the train, the train takes 10 minutes. Yeah. Now, out of my 25 minutes left, I got 15 but I'm at gate number two. So I'm like, all right, gate number two, I'll be fine. Why does the numbers go backwards, Vlad? Oh, so I, my God. So now I'm... Gate number 50. So now I'm just like... <laughs> just trying to make it. Because I'm like, I'm not staying here for five hours to go back Friday morning. I'm not doing it. not doing it. So I was running on fumes. He's like, I will not be having Chick-fil-A for breakfast. I will not. I don't know. Everything's closed already. I'll just be there starving for hours. Like, yeah, oh, that's where the place would really go crazy. <laughs> you know, so I get there like with like five minutes to spare. I get that 10, 20. Like, oh, man. I'm like, <laughs> they're like, you want headphones, sir? I'm like, yes. <laughs> you want water? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Jesus, oh, 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 for battle rap, damn. Oh, my God. You lucky your ass. Yo, you know what I used to do when the lines were crazy and I was by myself? I would just, like, I literally would just start skipping people. Excuse me, excuse me. I, I can't miss my flight, man. My, if I miss it, my wife's going to kill me, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, got, I would just keep moving because by the time people realize that I'm skipping them and I just keep going and I turn around and say sorry, like, it's hard to stay mad at a person who's turning around and saying, sorry, my wife's going to kill me. <laughs> and then I just make my way up to the front and then I'm on that flight, man. Like, I refuse to be left at a gate when all I have to do is just keep walking forward. It, I know I'm going to annoy some people. I'm sorry, but I ain't staying back, man. I ain't doing it, bro. Hell no. One TSA agent is insanity. That should that's, never be a thing. That's nuts, man. That's, you know that's, that's Lynn sanity. Yes, literally. But, you know, we made it back home, so all was well. Thank goodness, man. Just, man, flew into ATL and flew out the same night, man. That's crazy. Yeah, I got a nice night of sleep. Lucky for me, I'm not that far from the airport. I got home in like less than 20 minutes. Nice. Um, I got a nice, nice night of sleep, and I woke up to a notification. Mm, what that was? You know what I'm saying? It said that URLTV.TV mm-hmm. releases Battle of the Bayou. Okay. The Bardashians versus Funeral. 
Shooting around. The anticipated yeah. battle of the years, everybody, you know, everybody says. <laughs> Yo, the, the, the headlining battle of Battle of the Bayou. It was a dope little battle, man. It was a good battle. It was a dope little battle. I had no, um, I, you know, people always say this and that about battles, but I always keep my expectations realistic. You know, when people go, this is the craziest battle ever, I go, oh, it's probably good. You know, when they go, oh, this battle was all right, I go, oh, it's probably mediocre. But this was a dope battle, man. Like, Shunarul, we know that uh, they're, they're the ones that set it off as far as this two-on-two thing is concerned. Uh, for the ladies in general, I believe they had the first two-on-two. They went crazy. They set it off. And they're two legends. You know, they're, they're two ladies who are part of the blueprint of just female battle rap as far as we know it. Like, these are two of the women that girls look up to and they want to be like as far as um, career-wise. And Bardashians, we already know, they got like the premier crew in female battle rap and salute to Jazz the Rapper. Normally you got the stats, but this time this was Jazz the Rapper doing two two two-on-twos on back-to-back nights. One on Saturday with Lou Castro in um, the DMV area and then the next night in New Orleans with official crazy turnaround time. Dope-ass battle, man. Yeah, that's typical for anybody, especially somebody like Jazz, where you don't expect her to battle that frequently, that back-to-back. But she really wanted to challenge herself. And I really appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? That's four rounds, two partners. Do you have to memorize in a span of 24 hours apart? Like, yeah, there's definitely some, some mental fortitude and discipline in your preparation that's required to be successful in that kind of situation. And Jazz the Rapper did that. In fact, I actually got a little bit of a, I got some clips of the battle. Yeah. Um, no, yo, you know, it's crazy enough preparing for two battles that might be back to back. We know a lot of people have, not a lot of people, but there's been a handful of people who've done that successfully. But to prepare for two battles, consecutive days in two different partners, like you got to be borderline multiple personality disorder to be able to do something like that. Like that's nuts. Or just extremely social and travel all the time and have a high tolerance for alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> turn up at the DMV and you turn up in New Orleans the next uh, day. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, leave it all that alone, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but um, what I was going to say about this, I, I think you said this is their first, this is the second two on two, right? Because they got the they got the E Heart and 40. Yeah. And now they got. Uh, Shuni and, and uh, Farah, Absolutely. and you know, I, I actually think this is Farah's URL debut. Debut. <laughs> Fire! I like, I like how you dropped the T off that joint, man. Is so, it? Is this the? Is this her debut? I mean, like, if you're gonna count what she did on Caffeine, right? Like, because she battled on Caffeine and Queen of Ring URL joint, but like, just, just URL. Oh, straight up URL. Okay. Yeah. Yes. 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 Straight oh. URL, like. This is it, you know. Yeah, I was about to say, what did I miss? Yeah, you know. So, um, and I gotta be honest, man. I kind of let me know if I'm bugging. I want to know we're on the same page here. I felt like she was the MVP of the battle, Lucky. Yo, (sighs) she, yo, you know what? She definitely did not let me down. Put it to you like that. She definitely showed up and showed why she has that fan base and that stand base, why people hold her in such high regards. Because, you know, there's been a few times where we've seen her not at her best. Um, but A the, few the, times? 
A lot Listen, many times. I'm I'm trying I'm trying to be polite here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, no, I'm we, we gotta we, we can keep it thorough. It's been a few years since we've seen a good Farah. All right, you no, know, most certainly, man. You know, we we expect her to not to finish the rounds because that's just what has happened. You know, so to see her show up and just be able to deliver three rounds, it's like, yes, this is what we've been waiting for. Like, this is what we know you to do. Like, you have she has a lot of intangibles that the other girls, especially the ones with the pins and all that stuff, just, you know, don't possess. And it's like her her pen is good enough. The bars are good enough. But it, are you going to be able to deliver them for three rounds? And, you know, Shuni has had this problem also. So now it's like you get them both together and you go, yo, either they go choke and fumble all over the place or they're just going to neutralize each other and they're going to be perfect and support each other the entire battle and we got the latter and not the former man which made for a great battle yo you know at one point in the first round pharaoh was like fuck you both for saying i'm not a legend mm. and then she said it again she felt that she... from her gut yo. yeah yeah you felt that one like you really felt that one and you know what like Straight up, I've been critical of Farrah for the last couple of years. Like, I just haven't seen the clean Farrah. I haven't seen her, like, give that that effort, that level of performance that I expect from her. And look, to be to keep it 100, that's what's projected at this point because it's been happening so much to the point where our prediction polls and on our LTBR pages, they were, like, 11% underdogs, bro. Like, they that's had Kardashians went at, like, 89% and Shunro at 11. And that's just because they Shuni and Farrah don't have a... a track record of being clean in a lot of battles you know what i'm saying and that's that's fair so if you're going to be skeptical of that i think it's a very fair skepticism to have however they're winning the battle on the app 67 percent to 33 percent mm, which is a little bit more than i thought man because i'll tell you watching the battle now i didn't watch any of the recaps uh let, of let bloggers correct. Let me correct myself and update it. It's 62% at this moment and 37%. All right, a little, a little closer. Okay, okay. Now, I, I didn't watch any recaps, so I didn't know who people in the building thought they had winning. I wanted to watch it with fresh eyes. And uh, first round, man, you know Bardashian set it off, and good round. You know they're going to set up the... Go ahead. I got a clip. Oh, go for it, player. They the first female two-on-two. How the fuck could we compete with that? So when y'all say they mesh better than us, who are we to disagree with that? Because when you look this way, you look this way. I guess they sharing each other's energy. When you rap that way, you rap that way. And that's really how friends should be. Then you fuck fetty. You fuck fetty. Oh, they really looking like friend of me. Y'all. Your chemistry. <laughs> nah, man. Fire chemistry. But your fire chemistry, what you expect. But dog, I got to tell you, man. When Shootero started rapping, it got crazy. They instantly matched energies. They were able to, 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 to bring that to them. And I also saw them just using new slang, like the, you know how these new cats now, they use the term, I'm up it and dump. And like I, and when they use that bar, I'm whatever, I'm cocaine, I'm ecstasy. We both uppers. Ooh, and I was like, yo, yeah, I got that. son. That was um the bitches that act tough, it don't matter because we know jumpers don't trust us. One bitch get out of line. We both know that shit happened before. Bitch thought she wanted smoke that we both jumped up. Look at the cocaine ecstasy. We both are but it's never scared. Yo, 
that was that was fire, man. See, here was the difference to me, right? Now, all four of these girls all from the hood. We know women, that. Women. Uh, excuse me. Oh, man. This ain't 2017 anymore, man. All four of these women. <laughs> do I got to say cis women? <laughs> ladies work, too. These ladies work, too. How do, we, how do we know they're ladies, though? <laughs> I don't know them personally. I don't know if they're, they're kind-hearted ladies. No, nah, I'm just messing around. No, but all of these... um. And you can't say females because they're gonna be like, you can't call us out. No, but all all four of these ladies, we know they're all you know from the hood and all that stuff. But man, after Shooter was first round, it was like, okay, they may be from the hood, but Shooter Rule is of the hood. Like it was that gutter concrete street. Like you felt every bit of that joint. You know what I'm saying? Like they were able to take you to the intricate part of the streets that maybe jazz is not going to take you to, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm. you know, jazz is from Brooklyn. She's from the hood also, but you know, she'll let you know, Hey man, I'm just a girl who likes rap and I I just do my thing. You know what I'm saying? But you could feel like, you know, you could tell Farrah's fingernails have been on some things. You know what I'm saying? You you could, you could tell that Shuni's been through some things, you know what I mean? So that came out through that round and you can tell that it's almost like, okay, we're in officials home. We got jazz. Everyone's writing us off already anyway, but we know who we are. Like, what do we have to lose? Let's just put it all out on the table. And I felt like that first round, man, I felt like they outwrote Bardashians in that first round and outdelivered and outperformed them in round one. Like it got kind of crazy, dog. When Farrah told uh, Jazz, "You Spider Man, you just gang bang fight crime and go back to your room." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I was like, "Oh, hold up, hold up." You know what? Too um, there was. I don't know if you noticed this. There were moments where Farrah got reaction prematurely. Yeah, she would, she would bask in it, and she needs. Go right back. Like, no, 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 don't stay in this. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. Let's zoom. And that level of focus lets me know, like, they they heard the criticisms of, like, oh, we don't expect you to be clean. And they took their preparation extremely serious. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't don't think that by any measure there's any expectation curve. I just just want to highlight how much of an underdog they were to people. And now they came out victorious statistically. Um, you know, the bats are debatable, but statistically, yeah. like they were on one side and then now end up on the other side, which goes back to show everybody the talent gap sometimes is not that far apart. These are these are four women that are all time great in as far as female battle rap goes. And I'm not gonna lie, like back to the battle, some aesthetics really mattered to me. Like I loved Shuni and Farrah matching, and there's something about jazz and official not matching. Right, kinda, right, kinda, yeah. Kinda, it threw you off too, right? A little just, bit. Just a little bit, man. Just a little, just a little bit. Just a little bit. It was like, yo, we're not even both putting on jerseys. Like, it's one thing if if um if if Jazz would have came out with like a Knicks jersey and official had the the Jazz jersey. All right, okay, boom, we both got jerseys. But it was like, all right, man, just just put on whatever. And these two came out with the with the Eddie Murphy red leather pants. You know what I'm saying, man? Fitted white tops, the wigs, and all that, like. They were ready to go, man. They held it down. No, they, they sure did. The battle was fantastic, though. Um, it's probably the only battle from that NOLA card that the people didn't lie about in the building. Mm. 
You know what, though? <sighs> All right. We're being 100% honest about the battle. Their first round was so crazy that as you're going into rounds two and rounds three, I'm like, if the people want to say Bardashians won, I'm not mad. Yeah. But, you know, after, I, you know, I start seeing a bunch of recaps afterwards and stuff like that, and people were... People were like, oh, man, it was a clear win. Like, you guys ran them out the building. And, and I'm like, huh? Interesting. Like, I, I didn't think anyone ran them out the building. I thought, you know, it's a debatable battle. It's a great battle. You know, it's fun. Highlights from both sides. Um, You know, jazzing them. I mean, they had their props. You know what I'm saying? The plan B props. And then Shunerul, they, they had the wigs. They had their props going on and stuff. So, it was a great back and forth battle, but I didn't think at any point that this was a battle where people could be like, nah, man, this team definitively like took the win home and like it can't be debated. I thought it was a debatable battle. Good battle. Shout out to Anwar, who we subleased for the recap article. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, and I appreciated them, his efforts. He definitely said that it was like super debatable in our recap article that he put in there. Yeah. Which which was I'm not going for it. He was fairly accurate with a lot of the way the battle recapped. Like, I can't say the same for a lot of the other media that recap these battles. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like that first round from funeral was so good. They definitely put the Bardashians in catch up mode, but I thought their second round was better than their first. So good old reliable one, one going into the third for me. And you can kind of edge funeral that third round. That third round is like super toss up. Like, so I, I'm like not really going to argue it because I feel like everybody's like there's an interview on Uncle Ross uh, camera after the battle where like official kind of starts to like tear up because she felt like she put on a classic with all these ladies as a main event in her city. And they're like, don't cry, because if you cry, I'm going to cry. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bitch, and, don't cry, bitch, because I won't cry. <laughs> don't cry, friend. <laughs> <laughs> and it was honestly beautiful, man, because it's like, you know what? Like, on one side, Jazz just accomplished something that she never would have imagined she could do. You know what I'm saying? If you told yeah. me years ago, like, yo, you, you battled back-to-back days? Hell no. You do two two-on-twos back-to-back maybe oh dude you, know, you gotta think about it man this is a girl who would go years in between battles years and now she's battling two two on twos on back-to-back nights like this is a new day in battle rap people are realizing i can't sit around for years anymore like i gotta make my mark now so she did the unthinkable something brand new in her career it's a new milestone for her uh, both of them are main events. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, official headlines, URL's first event in her city. Fire. Farrah makes her URL debut. Uh, if you don't count the Queen of the Ring slash URL caffeine battle. Um, just strictly URL, not Queen mm-hmm. of the Ring. And um, Shuni is having a great year, some will say. And they both kind of went against the grain of criticism that they couldn't be clean and rose above it. So everybody felt this chip on their shoulder and they they felt like they lifted it and they all did it together in unison where like all four of them won. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, this, this is definitely a battle where everybody won. Yeah, like like I'm not trying to be like cliche, like, oh, I don't have somebody winning. Like it's a two on two. Like even if I have somebody winning, it's a double. I'm not going to give it. I'm not going to overly credit like like two on twos and one rounders. We we. They, they depend on the content level for us to figure out how the magnitude of effort and, and um, worth and value we give it. But this one has extreme value and worth because of all four of these women persevering, all four of them putting on a really great battle. 
definitely, I wouldn't call it the battle of the year, but if I made a list of 10 battles of the year, go on my list. Facts. It was a fun, yo, France, man. I do got to address something that I saw in this battle. Talk about it. Yo, Jazz the Rapper. Yeah, she's walking around with the Luke Castro hunchback. <laughs> I'm like, yo, she must have been practicing with that dude so much. And <laughs> she walked around with the with the mannerisms and whatnot, man. Jazz, I'm gonna need you to do a few cat cows, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> do a few downward dogs, do a few, do a few baby poses, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Child's yeah. pose and um loosen up that back a little bit, all right? Easy on the push-ups and, and relax a little bit, all right, man. Like I don't want to see Jazz Castro walking around on that stage anymore, man. I need you to go back to jazz mode for a second there, all right? That's all I wanted to say, man. She was walking around with the wild back. You know, and, and, and you saying that makes Farrah's first round hit that much harder when she's talking about, like, you sound like Lou. And then, you know, Shuni's doing the sound, the, the Lou Castle sound effects. Yeah. Farrah's finishing the bars. <laughs> like, that's, like, it, 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 when you say that, it enhances the material of what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, she's walking around. I'm like, yo, who am I watching right now? Like, what's going on here? But they were just practicing for a two or two, so I get it. But I was like, oh, man, this is ridiculous, right? <laughs> <laughs> she had the bad hunchbacks. <laughs> and then you know that that whole like you you're like sounding like Lou, looking like Lou, talking like Lou, rapping like Lou, like that yeah. that little angle punch from the uh Shunru, from Shunru. Then it led to that like Lou Wild Strong even took jazz and reinvented it. I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yo, they was going in, man. Mm. They was going in. They was going in, man. I gotta give them that. I gotta give them that. You know what I'm saying? And shouts to Shuni. And Jazz, uh, they both have two headliners on, on the league this year. Jazz headlining nice. Kings and Queens and Battle of the Bayou. Shuni mm-hmm. headlining Kings and Queens Day 2 against Fonz and Battle of the Bayou. So. Salute. Salute to the ladies. But give it up for the ladies. Only other woman to headline twice on URL in the same year is 40 bars. 40 bars, yeah. yeah. Uh, Facts, so man. Three of them share a nice special accolade. Salute to that battle, man. Hey, man, salute to the ladies for being headliners and giving us a headline-worthy battle. How about that? That's a fact, Jack. That's a fact. Um, let's let's uh, pivot over to some, some more stuff that transpired over the weekend. We got some... Uh, you know what? I'll let you pick, all right? We're at a fork in the road. Do you want spicy quote from a battle rapper... Or Let's battle, get picante, or, man. Or I don't battle, even battle announcements. <laughs> spicy quotes, man. Let's get to it, man. Let's, let's get to it. Let's get to a nice spicy quote. Big shout out to Three Letter Man and PSA Hip Hop. Had an interview with Swamp. And, you know, Swamp in his interview, you know, Three Letter Man does his interviews on IG Live. So Swamp has the phone down. He has his PlayStation headset on the controller. And a freaking blunt is here, I think, or something. And he's just like playing the game while casually talking to like Three Letter Man. So he's like, talking shit while like not fully like being aggressive so it just looks so much more crazier and he says end quote yeah man i feel sorry for people like easy to block captain you shouldn't have jumped on that call with them niggas referring to gun titles you was gonna elevate regardless ain't no seat belt for you in that car that car is full and they can always downplay you and your accomplishments. Now you got your team members talking crazy to you. And to be real, 
I want all you motherfuckers dead. I feel sorry for Easy. I really do. He jumped in the wrong car when he should have got an Uber. <laughs> you see, man, salute to Swamp for going to uh, the Sioux Surf School of Marketing and saying, hey, listen, I'm going to create a storyline here between me and this guy by simply saying, hey, everyone, uh, look look what's going on over here with this guy. I'm going to, uh, is this a battle rapper starting a narrative, France? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, is that what's happening right now? But to me. It's a it's a great one. It's a great one to choose uh, to use. Obviously, it definitely got Easy's attention. Also, and Swamp coming off uh, a definitely battle worth talking about with Tay Rock. Smart move, man. Position yourself for that next battle. I love to see it because in the past, you know, Swamp may have had a battle, and then you know he just goes back to South Carolina, does his thing, go back to work, you know, regular nine to five, and waits for the next battle. But now he realizes, hey, man, my stock is high. People is paying attention to me. I'm delivering good battles. I need to create this dialogue, you know, and I don't necessarily have to make a song or anything. Just by saying the right things on the right platforms is going to get out there and it's going to resonate with the folks. And I'm going to walk myself into another battle with a nice check. Nothing wrong with that, man. Easy to block captain has a response. Of course he does. What's his response, player? He quote tweets this quote and says, you can't give light-skinned niggas nothing or they start talking crazy. He finally thinks he caught up to me. Ask him, did I pass him before or after gun titles? (laughs) 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 So we're going to keep it funky too. Easy's in the lead. Easy is in the lead. Hey, man, listen. But see, that's what's fantastic, though, because now... You could drive a wedge in between the fans, you know, because there's this certain fans who go, nah, man, I like the people who get it out the mud, who just do their thing, who stay to, you know, on their own and stuff. So you can appeal to those hardworking blue collar guys who like, nah, man, you don't need to join nothing, get on your own. And then, you know, you got the gun titles fanatics who are like, hey, this is my team. This is my crew. So basically anyone who's, anti-gun titles now it's right. like you know what right <laughs> i got somebody to i got someone to champion now you know what i'm saying so smart move because you're gonna pick up all the all the anti-gun titles guys and now you got people to champion you smart move by swamp man i like the way he laid that one out yeah brilliant move by swamp i love that he's talking this shit um he deserves it you know what i'm saying he's elevated uh, I believe he's top tier. I feel like Easy's top tier as well. I've been felt that way. So these are two guys that kind of like manifested their uh, career and, and carved themselves into onto the league at the same time. Uh, a few years removed from it, they're very well decorated and accomplished. Both top ten guys on the app. You know what I'm saying? Uh, probably end up being top five to six guys on the Cody list and all the top lists at the end of the year from all places all across the board. Mm -hmm. So this is a manifesting match that we will see in 2023. Uh, Could possibly be a gnome headliner. Who knows, man? Hey, man, all the possibilities are there. They just got to keep on performing and it's there. That's all it is. Like battle rap is simple. Once you get to that level where they're giving you these gnome opportunities, these summer madness opportunities, as long as you're performing and delivering, the opportunities will be there for you to continue to get the plates, man. So it's there. Just keep the people entertained. 
you know, keep the storylines going, keep dropping them jewels and gems, and you're going to make it there. A few more uh, spicy quotes before we uh, pivot to some announcements we got. We got Calico, who addresses he wants Charlie Clips next. Mm. Uh, Hip-hop is real. He says, I'm outside. I'm outside. Where's Charlie Clips at? I don't want no weak-ass clips. There's never been a time where Calico has just been weak. I don't give a fuck about how he's looked lately. He's only looked that good because it was against Lou Castro. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> what, what did Luke Castle do to deserve this? this he just caught a stray. I, I don't know, man. Maybe uh, Calico just woke up and decided that it was time for uh, Luke Castle to catch a stray. Maybe, maybe, maybe Calico woke up and read the Luke Castle article. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man. But, yo, a year or two ago, I definitely would have been like, Charlie, 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 like just straight up. But now, you know, Calico's trimmed some of the fat. I felt like he's um, he's a little more direct to me in his rounds of late, and he seems a little bit more inspired. And to me, man, that battle now has classic written all over it. Whereas in the past, you might have caught both of these guys where they were you know, in between their second win where they were still trying to get their second win back. But both of these guys as of late have been delivering. So this might be the perfect time for this battle to actually go down, man. Both fully mature in their battle careers. Both know exactly what they're doing and both find their spark again. This might be the time for this battle to go down. I do believe Charlie Clips was on Caffeine with Goods recently on, on their new show they have on Monday nights. And uh, he said that he he's he's willing to lock it in. He wants to lock it in November fifth. Oh man, that's a quick turnaround. You know, so be on the lookout for that. You know what I'm saying? Stay very close, attentive to what these guys say and do on the internet because they drop all the gems and jewels along the way. I mean, yo, not for nothing. That is a major battle, man. That's a heavyweight battle. Like. I- Yo, I don't want to move on from that so fast. And I realized that I was just casually going to move on from it. Like this was some, you know, so, some battle that's announced on like We Go Hard or something. But no disrespect to We Go Hard. You know what I mean? Like, you could say it without a name. You could have did it without a name. What do you what, mean? That's why I'm walking it back. You know what I'm saying? A little bit. No disrespect to We Go Hard. <laughs> yeah. I'm walking it back. Salute to you guys. You guys do a lot of hard work. That's not what I meant. Yeah. But what I do mean is that these are two guys that are in a pantheon of battle rap. You know what right. I'm saying? Like these are two originals. I mean, both guys were on Summer Madness one, and there's still a demand for this battle. Like, let's not let that get by us. Like, this is a super heavyweight match. And if these guys bring it, it's gonna get crazy. I mean, look at Cal, he had a crazy match with Hitman. You know what I'm saying? Another crazy match with Easy to Block Captain. Arguably be Geechee. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, arguably be Geechee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Surf got the best of them. You know what I mean? But he got the first round. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So And the first battle, so they won one. Exactly. You know, so Calico's in his bag as of late, bro. You know, not to mention what he did to Chess the previous year. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> the, the original Vomit Gate. <laughs> <laughs> no, the original vomit game was DNA. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just, I just felt like throwing it out there. 
Regurgitation Nation. <laughs> Listen, Calico and Clips is heavy work, man. I wouldn't even know who would win. I wouldn't even know whose style would work better against each other, who would neutralize the other more. Um, you don't often get two Pathion level names like this, two all-time greats. Two people you could arguably are say they're the best from their region of all time as well. You can if you said Calico was the best Midwest or Detroit battle rapper of all time, no one's gonna look at you crazy, and you might be right. If you say Clips is the best all time from Harlem, wait, you can get it by. You can get it through customs for sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's, it, it is very rare that you get two names of this caliber that has never battled. Because like now everybody's spending the block on rematches. Like it's like, damn, we're at that point in battle rap that everybody yeah. has to rematch each other again. But Calico and, and Clips has been a battle that's been brewing for years. The momentum is there for it now. I'm here for it. It's a battle I need and like. That's a goosebump battle. Let's get it. Yeah, man. And um, not a not a spicy news quote, but just a big news update that I do want to shout out. DNA and K Shine were on the BT Awards and did do a battle. Um speaking of rematches. Speaking of rematches, they did a battle um, just a Saturday at the BT Hip Hop Awards, and it will be airing on Tuesday, October fourth at nine PM. Now, now, what what was that for? Like, I know it's for the BT Awards, but was that for money or just to battle? Like, what what's the so, so what's the story no, behind that? There's not a lot of details out about it yet, and I, I love how they kept it under the wraps, especially something as big as that, right? But I did, you know, I got on, hey, I got on, I, I got on my. <laughs> <laughs> that <sounds> crazy. <laughs> I got on my Instagram creep mode. You know, uh oh, <laughs> you can't, can't be saying that nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just searched the BET Awards and I just, oh, seen who, oh. I just seen who was there. You know, what I'm saying I'm looking at people's uh, stories. I'm like, oh, that nigga was K Shine DNA. Okay, great. <laughs> I don't know. There we go. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh. all all this, all this has to get edited. All this, it won't, but it should, and it won't. <laughs> Talking about Instagram creep. <laughs> so it was three a.m. and I was on Instagram <laughs> creeping. <laughs> hey, y'all know what I mean, man. Y'all, y'all, I'm and I went to the BT page because <laughs> that's what I do it. 3 a.m. on Instagram. It wasn't at 3 a.m. It was in my at in my own apartment that I live in alone. All right, all right, all right. relax. You have to relax. My man is creeping on IG looking for battle rap stories at 3 a.m. Man, oh my gosh. Hey man, look, you. T- I was out yesterday and that when I broke the witty news. You know, the, the, the part of the cloth of this is that you don't ever stop working. No, nah, that's a fact, man. No, that is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that's why, like, you know, when I get the news from Tata and Titus, I know they're, they're working tirelessly around the clock. You never know when somebody just feel like dropping some shit that's going to happen. You got to report on it. Nah, I, I hear you play. I <laughs> so anyway, I, I did my due diligence. I should have just, just said that and, like, <laughs> and not gave all the details of how I did it. But... Apparently, it was a light work battle. Mm, okay. So it looks like the light work package or light work format of a minute, 30 second rounds. Um, the battle totals out to 12 minutes max mm-hmm. is a format that can be sold to commercial, a format that can be sold to, to casuals. I, oh, I so they did, well, they did three rounds? I don't know if they did three rounds. I just know, I just know they did a light work battle. 
Got you. Okay. Okay. And, and light work battles are three 90 second rounds. Right. So, yeah. So I'm just going to assume that it's in that context. Um, if they said it was light work, but that, that's pretty dope, though. I mean, like Arsenal and DNA did a light work rematch. Yeah, this is yeah. probably DNA, it's DNA's second light work rematch. He probably enjoys the idea of the the, const, the time constriction of 90 second rounds and getting to say what he wants to say to you know his peers all over again. And salute to DNA, man. That boy stays getting a check, yo. Yeah, they did. They, they, they dropped the light work battle this past Saturday, Cortez and Drugs, and Cortez respectfully, like kind of like got drugs up out of there, but mainly because he's a rapper, rapper, so he's able to f- like flow in those ninety seconds perfectly. Drugs is like an angler, so he used like thirty seconds just to build one punch. It's like, bro, one thirty around is gone. Boy, I gotta keep it real. I didn't even know that they dropped that battle. Yeah, it happens. They, they do the light work battles every Saturday afternoon. You know, it's, it's like I, I I know that in my brain. Yeah, but because it wasn't actively promoted to me, I had no clue that the that the. I know that they're going to be dropping a battle every Saturday, but you know this is real life, man. The stuff is coming up like it's not in the forefront of your brain. Like they got to push that a little bit more. I feel like. They, they, they've done a good job with like setting the, the schedule block for it, right? Like, yes. hey, we're yes. every you know where to find us, but now that I know where to find you, they don't that, that doesn't stop. Like, if Cortez and Drugs know their battle is going to air that Saturday, let them know, let them get ready to talk about it throughout the week so that way people can tune in for it. Exactly, exactly. No, I'm now, now I got to go check that battle out now. Yeah, Cortez kind of got drugs out of there. But just okay. I, I just feel like the format is not made for drugs there. Like, right. I, I he got kind of crazy in the second round, but his first round, in my opinion, like not that he struggled, but like he literally, like I'm I'm looking at the clock. If the clock's in this in this battle, right? You can see the clock. Mm-hmm. Thirty seconds is gone. He had one punchline out. I'm like, bro, this is not this is not gonna work in this setting for you, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Beat it up, you know. The votes had him getting slaughtered, like ninety to ten percent. Like, right. You know? Friends, give me one second. I got to get the computer charger. Say less. Well, while you get that, I will uh, say to the people, hello. And um, briefly about Cortez and drugs while Vlad holds it down on his side. There's a rematch. You know what I'm saying? These light work battles are probably going to be really good for rematches. Cortez, being a rapper's rapper, the rapper's rappers are going to thrive in this setting because the people that are anglers, they have been cut from their like ability to story tell unless they can be very concise with it uh kid chaos did a light work battle so i can't wait to see what the fuck that looks like and i heard he got crazy <laughs> and i don't say it in a bad way i just say because i know kid chaos is very deliberate with um using as much of his content as possible so putting him in the challenge of summarizing as many things as he wants to say with as little time as possible i'm intrigued to see if he met the challenge and and, and took it by the horns you know what i'm saying no, I totally hear what you're saying because chaos is someone who is uh, very wordy. So restricting him to 90 seconds, it, it's a great challenge. And maybe it is a way to, you know, it's like Grammarly <laughs> for battle rappers, like get rid of the extra words and get to the point. So like you said, I do want to see what that actually looks like when that battle does come out. That will be interesting. Same here, man. Well, uh, We'll go ahead to some of the announcements we got over the weekend. You know what I'm saying? Queen of Ring has their uh, prom night event going down. Yes, yes. New announcements. Yeah, they got a two-on-two that will be happening on the prom night. Let's uh, 
See, uh, see, see, Vlad, this is what you mean by the marketing, right? This is exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> because I'm on their page uh, and I don't see the flyer for the latest announcement. Well, there you go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this, is, this is not how it should be, but don't worry. Help me, black business. <laughs> help me, help, help me, help you. I know where to go. Is to this find is it. this Jack Boy and um? For, I, I, thank you. I just pulled Jack Boy, up. First Lady Flames versus um Pharaoh. Swamp and Pharaoh, Pharaoh. Right? Yep, yep, yep. There we go. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. Yeah, put that on your Twitter page, y'all. <laughs> tweet the tweet the graphic. Uh, apparently, the big homie's too busy doing the big homie show on 15 minutes of fame. That's what's going on right now. <laughs> I, I see. I see. So let's Debo on the new show. You're streaming 24 hours a day, but we need the flyer on the Twitter so we can know who the hell's battling, big dog. Use all them socials to your advantage, bro. I promise you. Social media is king nowadays. Jack Boy Main versus Jack Boy Main First Lady Flames versus Farrah Funeral and Swamp. Uh, I'm excited for this battle. I'm not gonna lie, Jack Boy and Flames did a two on two earlier this year against DNA and Official. I thought it was lackluster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, thought, I thought it was a boring battle as a whole. Plus, all four of them had battled the week previously yeah. on Kings and Queens three. They were all on the same stage, so like maybe they were tapped out. Maybe the competitive drive wasn't there. I, whatever. The point is, I didn't like that battle, but I like this opportunity for Jack Boy and Flames because I. I know that a lot of the Queen of the Ring events, they, they strive for that intimate feeling. So even though they can pack a venue out and the energy is there, it's not packed out to the point where it's like they have to prepare like for a stage, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like they, they're center in the middle of, in the ring around maybe like 100 people. Mm-hmm. And it's a different energy. And I feel like that energy uh, caters to what Jack Boy and Flames does. Yeah, uh, this is another one round battle. You know, so this will be a night of uh, one-rounders so far, apparently. You know what I mean? I think we're breaking that. <laughs> What'd you say? I, said, I think we're breaking that. No, no, we're not breaking it. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what they said, man. These are one-rounders. Okay. Um. Yeah. You did know that, didn't you? I, I did know that. I just didn't know if that was, was you know, it's not what's advertised, you know what I'm saying? It's not what's coming. No, they, they they have said that before. Like, I'm, I'm not breaking this news. Okay, good. I'm glad. You know no, what? No, no, no. I, I wouldn't do that. I'm not breaking the news. And I'm glad you did that because I personally don't like, like, just say it's a one-rounder, bro. Like, I know people <laughs> will say it in the like, interview so you know, but they don't say it on the flyer. <laughs> Just say it's a one rounder. Just own, just own up to it. You know, just own it. That way, that way we can condone it. You know what I'm saying? If you just let us know off top, it's like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? But don't let someone be be shocked and surprised after you know. Like Battle Academy, just they just did that recently with Bill and Shine and Geechee and Rosenberg, and we didn't find out till like a couple days prior that it were one rounders. I'm like, all right, well, I'm not gonna go disappoint the people. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna let you do that. If you're gonna let them believe that it's three rounds, um, but just own up to it. I, I I feel like people will see that one round next to it, and they will be very content knowing what to get from it. Yeah, just let me know what I'm getting. You know what I mean? And I mean to be fair, they did. You know what I'm saying? Because I heard it. You know, but like you said, it's not like it's on the flyer that this is what it is. You know, so say what it, but, say what it is. Say I, what it is. I get it though, man. I mean, in real life, as human beings, we want to know. But then it's like, you know, there's business side and 
things that need to get done and stuff that needs to get handled. And, you know, sometimes you remember, remember this is how bull, it happens, man. Remember the bullpen Super Bowl event? Oh, it was like, it was like, oh, shit, we got Bridge versus Loso. And then John Donald tells us one round instead of day of. Yo, they wanted to hang that fool, remember? <laughs> That's like, what? One rounders? <laughs> we want our money back, John John. <laughs> It's like, all right, man, come on. Like, we like, John, I was like, what'd you expect? The Super Bowl, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> you know what I expect? I expect transparency, John. <laughs> I expect. What do you want me to tell you that they won around us? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah. So, shout outs to them for that announcement. That's gonna be a fun battle. I look forward to see what Swamp and Farrah do together. You know what I mean? That should be interesting. The, the coon eater. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be tagging up with Farrah Funeral, man. I mean, if these people couldn't be two polar opposites, like this is going to be an interesting match of lingo and accents. (laughs) So I'm looking forward to this. Yep. And that will be going down October 29th in Queens and also going down on October 29th across the other side of the United States of America on in Atlanta. Blood, Sweat, and Tears 7 going down. Oh, hello. So ARP made an announcement without really making an announcement. So he made, a, he made a trailer of like two battle rappers and then put an announcement at the end of it. So it's like, hey, this person battling this person, person battling this person. You can put two and two together. And, you know, I appreciate it. It made you watch it from start to finish. And so he has... His the first signed brick and the first signed artist to RBE, aka Remedy Loco, mm-hmm. will be battling. Drum roll, please. Three dollars. <laughs> Whoa. And that will be the first announcement from Blood Sweat Tier 7. For those not familiar with the RB Blood Sweat Tier 7 series, it's kind of like it's kind of like you know putting up the, the, the new gunner versus a veteran. You know what I'm saying? And now that they got this whole class of bricks, all these guys are gonna get shot and ladies, because there's ladies there too. All of them are gonna get shots. And Remedy got uh he got a play plate. All right, you know what I'm saying? He needs to get a vet. You got an all-time Great legend. You got, a, you got a legend plate. You, yeah, you you know what I mean. So, uh, Reed Dollar's been very active this year on RBEs, Battle Ill Wills, Battle Big K's, Battle A Ward. So he's been doing this thing with uh, RBE and ARP, and so it looks like uh, Remedy Local will be battling Reed Dollars now that you're hearing this for the first time. What's your organic original reaction? Oh, hey man, sign the RBE, get you a legend plate. <laughs> yeah that's that's what it sounds like like hey you know what man i i don't put you hold on why is my microphone off hold on big dog can you hear me friends yes i hear you oh okay cool because this thing the power had went out um i still hear you bro you good great no sign the rbe get a legend plate bro that's what it sounds like to me and um Let's just see what happens. You know what I'm saying? I can't honestly. I can't sit there and say, "Oh, I'm, oh, I'm super excited for this battle." I'm not gonna lie to you. My organic reaction is, "Okay, when the battle drops, I'll get to it." You know what I mean? Like 
that's just how I feel about this battle personally. But I'm looking forward to the rest of the card. You know, RBE knows how to throw matches together and that their matchups are usually pretty good. Is this one that I'm writing home about that I'm super excited about? No, but that just means that there's enough room to leave me really surprised and to make me change my mind by the end of that battle. So let's see what's up. All right. I'm a little concerned in a lot of areas, right? Uh, let me read Let me read the write-up on Remedy Local that I did a few months back. A breath of fresh air with an unorthodox and energetic style. Remedy isn't afraid of putting his creativity on display and will take any risk on the stage to go outside of the box. He's the first ballot to sign an RBE. He has experience on the stage from being here multiple years. He isn't afraid of any challenges. He has a stature to elevate over all of his opponents to create that optical illusion in his performance. Uh, not optical illusion, but, you know, he's tall, so it, it works in his favor. Yeah. And he, he always does something to stand out and be memorable. He is capable of creating moments. And now while all of those traits are there, I still don't feel like Remedy has found structure yet, mm-hmm. right? Like, I've, I've watched – actually, we were live in the building in his, for his RB battle against uh, Dallas What's Cash. Was that? Against Dallas Cash. We were, we were actually in the building for that. that was what event was that? That was a long time ago, right? That was still when we used to go to Club Drum. That what was event that. was that? Um, let me see. I think that was actually on the Pretty Gay Street, which was Averbin and Paste. Oh, damn. That I was the one. Show, I probably showed up late and didn't see that. <laughs> Maybe you had too many drinks. You were next to me. I remember. I remember us watching together. <laughs> I think my brain blocks out one SK battles. <laughs> yeah, well, look, from that one SK to now being still committed to the league and getting yeah. read, um, he had a really good battle with Gwitty where I felt like Gwitty outshined him. Mm-hmm. He had a solid battle with Ness. Um, good battle with Excel that happened recently. Like he's working his way up, but. I'm like, uh, respect to Gwitty. Ness is up there for sure. Ness and Reed are in the same combo, but respect to Gwitty and Excel, like, they're not Reed. Like, Reed brings that rampant energy flow, can get into a pocket where he just puts anybody in the dirt. Like, for God's sakes, there's people saying, which I don't agree with, people were saying that Reed Dollars arguably beat Ill Will, which was like one of the best battle rappers in the world for the last couple years. All right. Mm-hmm. Remedy is, is to still really get his feet wet to to elevate to that next level. And, you know, 35 battles into his career, um, getting a plate this massive, it could really peak his creativity and his inspiration, but it can also put him in a very dig deep ditch where it's like, everybody wants to hear what Reed has to say to you and because you haven't really put it all the way together yet. Like, I don't know what, I don't know if it's there to beat Reed. You know what I'm saying? That's tough, man. Cause then you got Reed who's been jumping in the recycling bag. and Yeah, and it's not like Reed's hitting the turbo button all the time either. Like, he <laughs> chugging into know, the phone. Yeah, like, yeah, you know what? Let's have, let's have an honest conversation. Come on, Reed. man. <laughs> because just a second ago when you were like, you had Ness and Reed in the same conversation, I'm kind of like, do we? You know what? You, you're right. You're right. We don't. We shouldn't because Ness is actually much much thank you rapper. thank you man but, but i'm i will say it just so as far as legend like, legend bag wise yeah i can say yes because the people around the world they really herald reed dollars for what he's done what he's continuing to do um but if we're keeping it all battle rap and specifically modern battle rap to where it 
where we are now. Ness has been around. He never left, technically. Like, he's been around for a long time. Win, lose, or draw, he's putting it out there on the line all the time. I, battle rap-wise, I don't have these guys in the same bag. I mean, flow-wise, skill-wise, delivery-wise, originality-wise. Yeah, yeah, no, you're, like, you're 100% right. Career-wise, I've always said there's no reason why career-wise we shouldn't have Ness over-read. I was just looking, I guess, I guess their prestige, you know what I'm saying? Having yes, that, yes, having, yes. Having that aura across from you. Yeah, yes, you know yes, like, absolutely. There's, there's an aura with Ness being across from you on the stage that is similar to having Reed across from you on the stage. But for even if you feel they're different, both of those names are not, like, excelling witty you know right. what i mean look so at like, you mr why you gotta say names <laughs> these are names he's battled though this is resume i said we go hard. <laughs> this guy go we, hard. We, we go hard caught us straight for no reason they're, they're like what, what? Oh, these, these guys are not like excelling gwitty <laughs> gwitty and excel battle remedy they're on his resume. Yeah, I feel, yeah, I feel, yeah. <laughs> These, these shots are fair game. These shots are fair game. Wiggle Hart was minding their business. France just walked up and shot him in the middle of the forehead. <laughs> but you know what? Um, although I, I'm concerned about his structure, yeah. right? And uh, the reason why I feel like like with Reed, like he could get really rampant is because we haven't been honest about Reed, all right? We haven't been honest about Reed this year. And it's time we'd be honest about Reed Dollars. Okay, the reason why I said earlier I don't agree with him beating Will is because all of you guys forget the fact that he choked in this third round against Will. What's that about? Okay, and then he pulled his phone out against Big K, and then yeah, he was pretty dope against AWO for a round, but he recycled for a whole round. So that's that's all three offenses that people hate in battle rap. You choked, you pull out your phone, and you recycled, and that happened in your last three battles. Where's the criticism for it? I mean. He, he's a Philadelphia legend. They don't get criticized. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, and so now, if he had did, he's done all of that, and people still like it's Reed Dollars, and, and as it should be. But it's like, all right, so we, you guys are gonna lie about what's gonna happen next, right? If he keeps like, why why do we push the threshold for the legend so low? I don't get that. I don't know. I think it's certain legends because other legends just don't get that opportunity, you know, to to do that. So. It all depends if they like you, you know, they're going to let you ride with, with, with some more stuff than people who did, who they don't like as much. And know? that's my thing. Like he's getting away with things against like names. Like these aren't the, like big K a ward will like, if you guys, are lying, you guys are lying about things that he's doing or not holding Reed accountable against big names. What's going to happen when he battles somebody that's, you know, a brick that's still establishing their name. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Like, then you're really not going to hold him accountable, but we will. <laughs> Hello. Thank you. Thank you for holding him accountable tonight, man. Thank you for holding me accountable, too. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm correct. sitting here watching this guy. I'm like, well, what's she talking about right now? Man? I, I, should, I, I, should, I know I haven't been on air in a minute, but I'm like, what? <laughs> I have to clarify some things. I have to clarify some things. No, nah, that's all saying? good. Their presence, Enes and Reed definitely have the same presence. Yes. Career, stature skills experience totally resume it's, it's not it's not even the same ballpark you know what i'm saying totally there, there's, there's really no reason at this point why that should not be revered higher than, than reed facts facts man yeah but that those are all the announcements so that uh that pretty much concludes all that we have yeah man that wraps it up for the week 
Oh, man, another interesting week in battle rap. And then there's things that we couldn't even talk about yet because, you know, they're still developing as we speak. And it's after midnight right now, so it's officially Monday. This episode will be dropping uh, ASAP pronto so you guys can consume it. Remember, every single Monday, you guys will be getting a new episode of LTBROG with your boy Vladi Yankee and French Mantega. You know what I'm saying? A.K.A. Los Cabritos. You know what I'm saying? That <laughs> was fire. That was too fire. <laughs> Save that forever. That is amazing. That is great. We in the house, baby. Word, man. So like we always say, log on to letstalkbattlerap.com. Log on to letstalkbattlerap.com. Help us blow that up, man. Head over there. And as always, man, thank you guys for tuning in. And we will see you guys next week, next Monday. Remember, subscribe wherever you're listening to this on. Yes. And, and before we close out, at the, at the end of this uh, pod, we can go ahead and listen to all of the interviews from Bags and Bodies in, in the building. Absolutely, man. Thank you for uh, for reminding me of that. Oh, and... um. Nah, man, that's about it, man. We're going to leave it on that note. I think we we said everything we needed to say tonight, friends. I left it all on the floor. Hey, yo. All right, play. <laughs> See you guys next Monday, man. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Yo, man, French, let's talk battle rap here with the one and only Hitman Holler. The ball game, man. Yes, sir. What's up? Day one of Bags and Bodies. The contestants to get into the house. Hitman, how did you feel about today's battles? Listen, I, I really had two potential battles of the year. Yo, boy, and Guy Yogi. Yeah. KD and J. That Guy. Banks and Soup went crazy too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And uh, and uh, Jers and Coach went crazy. It was four for four, bro. My first event ever was crazy, bro. I can't believe it, man. Talk to me about the hunger that you've seen today. Like, did you know everybody would be this hungry for this opportunity? I, with with a hundred thousand on the line, I would think. But it's hard to think, niggas still a come prepared. You know what I'm saying? You still, you would think, bro. Everybody is hungry. Like, I can't even explain it. I know y'all probably hear me talking and probably like, he just, he's saucing, he gas. Everybody is hungry. I can confirm the hype is real. I swear to God, bro. I wouldn't even lie to y'all, bro. Today was, it was, tonight was special. You know, KD does this thing, right? Because KD's Battle of the Year with Wise on Midnight Madness. So good, they just put the money. Yeah. And today, KD and, and, and Jay yeah, went God. to a whole other level to the yeah. point where you said, they both. couldn't, bro. Tell me the I, decision. I, I, what, what? Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't hurt one of them niggas' hearts like that from an outstanding performance like that. Outstanding. I'm talking about rebuttals, lyrics, performance, funny, jokes, punt, whatever. They both matched each other. He got hit twice in the face. He got hit twice in the face. He got hit four times. Got, like, it was crazy, bro. Man, that shit was crazy, bro. I got a few more for you, bro. How does it feel to be in your league owner bag? Do you do you empathize more with the league owners now? Yeah, yeah, I see, I see what they go through. I see how it is. <laughs> I see the man, like, bro. Do you, are you, are you thinking you're like, damn, I kind of was a bit hard headed. Yeah, yeah, like when I was young, oh, oh I, I would have never thought it was this. Mm -hmm. When I was younger, throwing, but now I respect every league owner out there, from KOTD to uh, Smack to RBE, Gorilla World for Street Status. Yeah. Everywhere, y'all respect y'all, yeah. and I'm, I'm just happy that I can start off such on a good note like this, man, and change the culture, bro. I gotta ask, how did I do as a judge? Wonderful. You probably one of the best judges I ever seen. Real talk, just off the strength, with you not being a battle rapper, it's easy to see 
need John John, somebody who can break battle rap down. But for you not to be that in your mind, you can pinpoint what needs to be said, you know the bars, you know what people need to work on and special. So I appreciate you coming out for sure. And let me give you your flowers, bro, because I know you always say, people don't be giving me the credit, but I'm gonna give you the credit real quick, all right? My favorite thing about you beyond the fact that you're an elite guy, right? You're one of the, you're an all-time great, Mount Rushmore, you got the stats. That you still love this so much. You love this to the point where, like, I know you get the itch watching this. You want to cultivate it. You want to create it, curate it to the point where it just keeps living. And no matter how successful and famous you got, you never, you never stood a year not being active somehow, some way. Yeah. Talk about your love for this, because I, I remember hearing you say with Uncle Ra, you would probably never stop doing this if you could. Yeah, because I really came up from battle rap, so. I'm in movies and TVs and all that stuff. And I got my own TV show and stuff, but it came from Battle Rock. So it's impossible for me to leave that alone. You know what I'm saying? Like me leaving that alone is leaving what got me where I'm at. Especially where I know I still can compete. So I'm always gonna be like, I jump in the ring or two, but I wanna be able to bring people, cause I know how hard it took for me to get. I came from nothing. A kid from St. Louis, mama worked two jobs, my daddy did, like I came from Battle Rock. So I wanna be able to give these opportunities to other people who, in my position, who probably ain't having the opportunity I got to be on Smack and Headline and be able to get, the, so I know what it takes. And since I really lived it, I gotta, I think as a league owner, I'm really a little Chico. I really blood, sweat, tears this, both ways. Being a fan of the culture, being a legend in the culture, whatever you wanna say, I know the ins and outs, I know how hard it work, I know what, what the battle rappers mad at, I know what we don't get enough of, so I, I'm able to, you know what I'm saying, really take it there. And it's passionate about it, so I love battle rap, I'm all, it got me here today, you know what I'm saying, so that's just what it is. When can we expect to watch these? Soon, like like I told them, we start a YouTube page, and I, to the people who ain't make it, I was going to reward them for YouTube drops anyway. Okay. You know what I'm saying, I wasn't going to let them leave and just not go home, and not, so it was dropping, but I'm going to tell Avo, man, it's going to be... Couple couple weeks, man. We're gonna get to it. So just, just to confirm, are you dropping this first or are you waiting for the whole season to finish and it all rolls out? Um it might be it's gonna promote the season. Okay. So it's gonna drop before the season, but it's gonna promote the season. So we, we film in all October, but you know what I'm saying, mid October somebody drop this and let that build up for that. You know what I'm saying? I know how to market a little bit, you know. So yeah, I'm a, it's gonna be out before the uh, show for sure. Man, I'm gonna let you get out of here. I'll be back in October. I see you. I got you. I appreciate you coming, man. My right. dog. My article. This is a recorder. This is professional stuff Yo, going on. I thought that was a double hookah pen. I wish y'all could see. <laughs> you hit that. <laughs> Okay, uh, we got the um, stars out. Yo. <laughs> Yo, man. France, France, let's talk battle rap. I'm with Vixen the Assassin. What's up? What it do, man? Vixen, you, you've been heavily involved with this entire project. And we're on a judging panel together, which is amazing. We're I, got to, I get to put that on my resume. I judge with Vixen. But, but tell me about the whole experience of just you working behind the scenes, setting all this up. What's it been like working with Hitman? Um, shout out to Hitman Holla. It's been amazing. Great communication. I'm just here for those extras, what you need, what you think. i just really been like an extra ear to like lean on and like a supportive person for everything. It's been super amazing, though. Um, just to know what's kind of going on that the artists don't know. It's like I'm super excited. Like I want to jump on my skin right now. I'm scared to even be judging. Like Y'all should see my face right now. Like, <laughs> were you expecting to judge? Like, what happened? Like, so I told him, man, like, I don't know if I want to judge, you know, but he like, I trust your opinion, you know what I'm saying, which I love that. So it's like, 
But judging, my heart was beating fast the whole time they was rapping. Yeah, I mean, like, this is a difference maker. Like, somebody's getting sent home and not going to be on television or get a chance to make that money. Like This is it right now. Like, after this, it's up to them to keep going. But what we say, put them in a house or not. So that shit is insane. I'm so fucking nervous right now. But I love to see it. Like, these people deserve it. These young men and women are going crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's like... They know what they want. Like, you can see the shit in these motherfuckers' eyes tonight when they rapping. And I fuck with them. Where, where are the rest at? That shit gone. And I'm oh, you bogus, dog. You, you coming to the mansion? Probably. It's really up. You know what I'm saying? We got to have... I ain't trying to get... I ain't gonna battle. <laughs> What's up? How you doing? How you doing? Yeah. You too. ARP in the my, building. This is, my, this is my last one for you. Yeah. Um, now that you kind of low-key kind of put your little league owner hat on a little bit, right? <laughs> Coordinating, getting everybody's flights, getting everybody coordinated here. How does that part of the game feel? And do you kind of, you empathize now more with league owners? After Dog, this shit hard as fuck. It's so much going on. That shit hard as fuck. I definitely empathize with league owners because it's so many people you got to see, so many flights you got to book, hotels. But low-key, it's kind of like fun. I'm like a psychopath already, so it's like keeping me busy, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Just helping as much I as I like the way you did with me. You're like, I'm going to just send you the money. You handle it. You handle it. And that was me. I don't have to text Hitman for that. I'm going to send you that shit because I fuck with you. Like, yeah. get that shit. We need you in the building. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like, let's make it happen. And now he here. You know what I mean? We got two more to judge. Let's get it. Let's get it, man. Yo, wait. Hold on. Let's do it, man. All right. It's France. Let's talk battle rap. Mr. John John, the Don, the Donathan, Mr. Bullpen. That's a fact. Good. Let's talk battle rap. I'm honored to have been on the judging panel with you. That's a fact. I'm honored to have been with you, man. You, your breakdowns, retarded. I mean, to be honest, it's just I got a laptop in front of me. We should all have laptops in front of us, no? Nah. <laughs> Some nah, kind of notes. Not everybody. Because when you and Cal did it the next day, they bullied Cal so much. He's like, I got a notepad. Right. Nah, that's why I wasn't taking notes. <laughs> I, I know my lane. I know my strengths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's I want to ask, though, you've been a part of the process of, of Bags and Bodies from since the auditions. What was the call when Hitman told you he wanted you to be a part of the project and division? And what's it been like so far? From what you've seen it, like in the auditions and today, the first day of battles. Well, you know, you know, everybody know Hitman, one of my closest friends. So once he got the opportunity, he got the show. Of course, it was a conversation. He telling me about the show, what he's trying to do, and shit like that. So I'm just on board. As far as any type of support, help you need, especially when it's in Atlanta. You know what I mean? You need yeah. anything, you need whatever. You need my opinion on on talent. You need my opinion on judges. You need venues. You need whatever you need. I'm here. So it was just really support from the jump. So, you know, he just called me, told me to come on board, and I'm here. What do you think about some of the talent we saw today? Crazy, crazy. I watched all these dudes come through the auditions, you know what I mean? And they came and fought, you know what I mean? A lot of them was, not a lot, I'm not going to say a lot, but a few of them was better at the auditions than it mm. was tonight. You know what I'm saying? Not a lot, though. You know what I mean? But they came and showed out. Now we got to see them with three rounds. You got to think, in the auditions, they, they didn't have nobody in front of them. Right. They was just rapping. It was no pushback. Now we get to see with somebody in your face. Shit's a little different. I want to ask you this last thing, right? Like, I always say you can't replicate hunger. And we saw that in that room today. Right, right, right. As a battle rapper, you've been you've been in the moment where you're like, you're really hungry for opportunity. Facts. Describe what that feeling is like. Um, we go back to the beginning of URL, right? When 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 we knew that if we lost the battle, it's over. Right. So it, I got to tap into that. That's when the hunger was different. Mm. It's like... We can't lose. So now they're looking at it 100,000. I don't even think they're really looking at it like 100,000. They want to get in that house because that's the win. Once you're in the house, that's the win. You're getting the same publicity everybody else is getting, including the winner. So that everybody just want to get in there. So that hunger, come on, man. They out there trying to kill each other, bro. That shit, that shit made me hungry again, man. Like, <laughs> Fuck. 
<laughs> Yo, John, I appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you, man. Let's talk battle rap. My guy. Hello. I said, hello. I, said, I just came. Hold on, I got you. I got you. France, let's this talk battle rap. looking at me rapping like you feeling this <laughs> You, you. All right, France, let's talk battle. We got KD here, fresh off his battle with your J that guy. KD, you have this effect that you make people have to like transcend. I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't have that effect. But you also win. transcend too. Yeah. So it's special. But you know, once again, you're two for two. The battle was so good that a judge battle leaves with a tie and both yeah, of them being rewarded. Man, how, man. how does that feel? It feels remarkable because like my my biggest spark happened at Midnight Madness in Atlanta. And then this battle, like, Midnight Madness and this battle is, like, parallel to me as far as, like, big opportunities. So, for me to come in and not lose, like, that classic battle of the night, whatever you want to deem it as, I now have three battles for battle of the year. Two That's on two, three. Two Midnight on two, Madness and Yeah, yeah. No, I have three battles right, for, for, for good battles of the year. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel as if this is a great year for me. But I feel great. I feel real good, man. Take me through what you were thinking when Jay somehow competed with your first round then transcended in the second and you had the rebuttal this this nigga just won't die I got you yo I got you but nah, I was just like, yeah, what were we going? What's going through your mind? This nigga just won't die. Like I'm pulling out every <laughs> stops. I'm pulling out attitude. I'm pulling out rebuttals. I'm pulling out a lot of shit. This nigga just won't die. Like I'm starting to think like I just can't get no clear bodies in. Cause like, like let me tell you something. Judge battles, you don't want a close battle. You want to blow a nigga. Like you want to like pause. Pa you big wanna, pause. Right, big pause. You no, you just want to take off on a nigga. Yeah. Big pause. That was, wow. <laughs> Hey yo. hey yo! I feel you though. I feel you. But now you definitely want to just take the lead on a nigga. You know what I'm saying? And every close battle, you if if it's any room for a nigga to say the other nigga won and you not technically get robbed, that's the worst feeling. That's the worst feeling to leave and be like, yo, that nigga won that battle. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, but now it was. It was I, I'm glad it ended up as well. I was trying to find Briz. I was like, yo, where Briz hey, at? Cause I'm, he's my I'm proud of you, bro. But unfortunately, this is just to get in the house. This is just the prelims. This is just this is just the playing. Hey, some people don't get this far. We seen people go home today. We seen people go home today. So you know, it's all love everywhere. Not get, not to get big headed. You take you take the win for what it's worth, and you just load up. You know what I'm saying? You just load up for the competition. Hey, bro. Uh, stay consistent. Stay hungry. And good luck along the way. I got you, man. I appreciate you, bro. Love.